0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Manga Recap. It is January the 31st of 2024, and it's a
1: special day today. Why is because, it a special day?
0: Because I'm too tired to remember. I had a long day at work today. But uh, I, honestly, I think that like like today itself, other than the fact that we are recording today, which of course does make today special.
1: Mm-hmm. Aww. Uh,
0: isn't the special thing? It's the fact that we are recording this um, during Super Bowl hype season, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, the thing that I think everyone outside of the ci- the cities of uh, <laughs> the c- the cities of San Francisco and Missouri uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wanted to have happen didn't happen. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, no no lines in the
1: Super Bowl. Sad face. Uh but um, we weren't allowed to have that much happiness. Good. We were allowed a little bit. We were allowed a little smidgen for 2 weeks when I was like they just keep winning. They have this. They have this. Come and on. then like uh, like half of a game too. I think it was like the third quarter they were still in the yeah. lead. So yeah. we were allowed to have just that much, but no more. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Uh
0: so everyone's uh, doing going, going through the football fever kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's that time of year when uh, everyone uh, is like, oh, I can't wait to watch the one game of the year that I watch. Uh, and everyone else is like, ha ha, superb owl, funny joke. Oh, I can't wait to watch the commercials. But yeah,
1: yeah, um, it's great stuff. Every time it happens, I'm always like, how very witty of you. You're very, very cool. Uh, I'm glad you contributed to this conversation. Um but uh in that spirit, uh I don't actually have no idea this has no connection to the Super Bowl. No. Uh but
0: it just this is this is entirely unrelated. It's purely coincidental that it's happening this time of year.
1: Yeah, we got a special extra chapter of the beloved series I Shield 21. Now, when I say beloved, beloved. I mean I mean by uh, Nick and myself uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dozens of other people. Now I, I say that slightly facetiously. This was an extremely popular series in Japan. Uh, it ran for, I think like what, like six, seven years, something like that. It had a, a pretty decent run had, in
0: jump. It had over, it had over 300 chapters.
1: Yeah. So. And, and ended of its own volition. Like this was a very mm-hmm. popular series and like it limped along. It, it, you know, kind of created the uh, careers of both Murata and Inagake. Uh, so, you know, very, very popular series. Um, but when we say, uh, you know, popular bias, there's a reason why Shonen Jump, uh, has not made it a priority to put this series into the vault. Uh, sports series are already niche. American football series are even more niche, um, and although I beg for it every time, shouldn't Jump like, yep. puts out a tweet, and I'm like, well, I don't anymore. Now uh, they'd have to get to Blue Sky. Uh, but uh,
0: on get <laughs> yeah. on Blue Sky so we can
1: harass you to yeah. put out I 21. So, so you can make a, a post about, like, oh, uh, time to get Saguna, this Saguna usi. is or what's Saguna's girl dinner going to be like? And I'm like, uh, I shield 21, <laughs> in the vault, please. Oh
0: uh, yeah, well, I my opinion on this is that uh Senna would score the touchdown. Ice Shield 21. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: all I want to do is offer that. Uh, it, it probably won't happen. Uh but we got an extra chapter. Um mm-hmm. some of you
0: celebrate the twenty-one year anniversary of ice shield twenty-one. Yes. Very nice.
1: Some of you might be listening saying, Well, that's weird. I didn't see that available. Mm-hmm. And shut up. Stop taking this from us. Just like the 49ers took our opportunity to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. Stop trying to take away our joy of getting to talk about this. We are so good. So much of the time. Support the official release. We were allowed one little uh, treat for for doing podcasts for so many years.
0: Yeah. Look, um, the moment that more iShow 21 is made officially available I will be front of the line to buy all of it I am asking nicely to please make that happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it probably won't Uh, maybe like if um, maybe like if one of us dies an American hero and like I'll get to work on that (laughs) but like this is like we should do so they were both big manga nerds we could surely do some connection they'll be like those little bitches loved Ice Shield 21 i don't know why they're calling us bitches that seems very rude of shonen jump especially for a dead american hero <laughs> like these dead ass bitches <laughs> i love that we release Ice Shield 21 digitally in their honor and i would i'd be very flattered not with the bitches part but with everything else um so we're going to talk about this newest chapter. Uh, there is a member of our community that I need to uh, especially thank. That is Molderman. This episode mm-hmm. might be titled uh, "Molderman Presents" uh, because Molderman. Non facetiously, uh, because yes.
0: this is a very great thing.
1: Yes, this, is, this, this would not have happened, I believe, without their efforts. Or it would have in a way that's not as satisfying. Uh, I don't want to go into wrongly. the specifics. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Uh incriminate. I word, well, I don't want to incriminate <laughs> Boulder man. I'm just gonna say they were very cool. Um, so uh it's thanks to them that we were able to read this chapter and we're gonna talk about it. Look, if you're if this isn't your jam, there's a timestamp. Go check it out. You can pop right over to when we start talking yeah. about my hair, academia. This is mostly for us to uh really enjoy getting to talk about ice 21 again.
0: Yep, and uh, talk about the greatest sports manga that has ever been made. Yeah. Uh, Because we've never gotten to talk about a chapter on the podcast before. No. We started doing Weekly Manga Recap after it had ended. One of our earliest episodes was like a How We Fix show 21. It was kind of a post-mortem to talk about what we liked and what didn't work about the late series. as It was kind of starting to go downhill. Uh, So this is going to be the first chapter that we do any sort of recap on. It's probably not going to be quite the same as we normally do, uh, both because it is a pretty long chapter. Uh, It's it's like over 50 pages long. And also, uh, because of the nature in which we are enjoying it, uh, maybe not going to be so good to go through it line by line. Yeah. So we'll skip that.
1: uh, It's (laughs) mostly us just going to be like, did you get, Kid, did you see Nick? Kid was in there. He's in the audience. He doesn't do anything actually cool, but he is there. (laughs) (laughs) It's more than Tetsuma got.
0: That's a a lot of characters, honestly. (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, in the very last chapter of Aisha 21, we did get to see like some of what, uh, you know, a lot of the player characters were doing after high school. You know, mm-hmm. like some of them were, you know, had formed teams in college. Some of them had gone on to careers and were like the professional, uh, team for their, uh, jobs. And in this special chapter of Aisha 21, brain brave, uh, <laughs> We are getting a preview of a showdown between Senna and Hiruma, who uh, were definitely the, to the different contrasting protagonists yeah. of the series. Senna, obviously, is the point of view character for much of it, but Hiruma, over the course of the series, came to be just as prominent as him. Yes. Uh, and uh, But we actually start off the story a few months prior to that, as uh, Senna's team is going up against Shin's new team. Uh, And I have to say that, like, man, if you thought that, like, I showed 21 explanations were like simple in the main series, uh, man, there's (laughs) we don't have time for rules, explanations and how possessions work and all this stuff. Literally, the devil bat explanations in this one go. You can get like about
1: seven points whenever you get across the line. There's a great moment. A character fumbles and the bat shows up just to be like, "Uh, it's important to have the ball. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> which, which feels like the loading screen tooltip for like a bad football video game.
0: Uh yeah. <laughs> Get ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should hold on to ball.
0: Uh Suzuna is cheering for Senna's team, by the way. I think that we did see that uh, yeah at the end of the
1: last series. We 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 That's did see proper. we did see a preview of what Senna's team looked like and Monta mm-hmm. and Senna State teammates, uh and Kurita, Kurita was part of them, and then Riku is part of their team, two elite running backs, crazy. A little bit weird. Uh yeah. and then Usui, I believe, was their quarterback, the uh yes. bald brother from the yeah, uh yeah. dragons.
0: Yeah, Agon's younger
1: brother,
0: yeah. Or not younger brother, twin brother.
1: Twin, twin brother, yeah. And then yeah. Suzuna went with Senna to their school. Um, And then there was all a whole bunch of other stuff. The most important thing being that uh, Haruma and, uh, is it Mamori? I would yes. been reminded, but she's so irrelevant in this chapter. She does not. <laughs> she has like... A
0: line where she goes, Oh, Senna, and that's basically it. I was all
1: like, bad. Okay, it's this is disappointing, fair enough. I, this is what I expected, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mom- Honestly, that is one of the things that I would change about iShow 21 is not have her fade into the background and become irrelevant. But anyway, yeah. uh, so they're going up against Ojo's like university squad, so it's all the guys from the Ojo White Knights are on this team, Se- uh, Senna's team, which is the Enma Fires, they they win everyone shakes hands afterwards and so hey we get to see like oh yeah takami's there sakuraba's there otowara is goofy as usual
1: ikari uh, i was like i popped ikari, for Akari. Yeah. i was like Akari, he got more screen time than jumanji did this chapter yeah he did it <laughs> was weird uh
0: Shin, as as they're having the handshakes, you know, Sen is like, oh, man, I I couldn't really get past you until the very end. But that's just like every one of their matchups. But yeah, (laughs) Shin says something that is in this moment, illegible that we come back to later. Uh, And it's established that the MFIs were going up against the championship finals at the Koshian Bowl. Hiruma's team, the Saikyodai
1: Wizards. Uh, whose, whose uniforms are exactly the same as the devil just bats the devil, just, just colors bat. i was like how do they justify yeah. the devil bat wings when they're the wizard you know whatever i'm not gonna it question Doesn't it. matter.
0: it's a cool design yeah. <laughs> uh so like the at the end team like gets back to their club room but there is this like massive group of news people gathered outside and so when they, they're trying to get inside they see that the president's son is here uh and then a drone with guns on it comes out and starts shooting at everyone making them dance away because uh hiruma has not stopped shooting bullets at people no nope. you can't stop him uh yeah hiruma's there he's having a meeting with Mr. Dawn, because if there is one character from <laughs> iShield 21 you couldn't leave out, it's Mr. Dawn! E- everyone was asking when does Mr. Dawn show back up? <laughs> uh, So the entire, like, Enema team, like, or the, all the important people pile in to meet with these two, and some guy. Some, some someone. Someone with glasses. Some guy who is a, a suit with wearing glasses. Yep. I don't know He's here because I don't know. We didn't want to have the Afro journalist guy in here. This, this series, I don't know. So he says that Mr. Don says that he's here to get someone to bolster his pro teams ranks, but there's only going to be one person that it can be. Uh Hiruma then yips off, uh, the shoulder pads of like Senna and Manta's uniforms mm-hmm. and exposes that there is a chip embedded in the shoulder pad that they, n- none of them knew about because he, they've been using this to measure their um, speed and acceleration yeah, and agility. Their and stuff. metrics
1: and everything, which makes sense. Who's the smart person on that team at this point? I think it's Usui.
0: Probably, probably. <laughs> I was
1: like, but never really struck me as somebody who would like be like, mm, deception is afoot. <laughs> just just right. the smartest man in the room with above average intelligence, basically.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's not him, then it's Riku. And Riku's more just kind of like a bit more sensible mm-hmm. than everyone else on the team. He's still kind of an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh it makes sense that they didn't detect this i guess that this is like the one thing that i heard about that was like i guess that could be the case but i don't know if it's real or not which is that they say that these microchips are actually used like in actual pro athletics and stuff Mm -hmm. to track player movement during games uh and it's like that sounds feasible i guess i don't know I i didn't bother to look it up uh so they say that they've combined the data that they've been gathering for people this way with machine learning, uh, because <laughs> look guys, guys, I know that I know that I Shield 21, you know, took place in, in, in in the
1: early to mid-2000s. But ended, <laughs> ended famously after the Giants won the Super won Bowl the in Super 2008. World. It's literally referenced in the manga. They're like, we're at New York, home of the defending Super Bowl champion Giants.
0: So this is at maximum, like, four years afterward. Because and Hero would still have to be in college. Three years afterward, I guess. But whatever. Uh, so they... But
1: they have AI, okay? I, I, because. I love it, because of course Mr. Don would be this asshole. Absolutely. He's like, you don't understand. I use this technology. You can do so many incredible things. You can just go to the computer, you type naked woman giant tits, <laughs> and it shows up on your computer. And then you can add more things. You're like, naked woman giant tits Lois Griffin, or naked woman giant tits <laughs> Wilma Flintstone, or you can think of any cartoon mom, really. Uh, Naked mom, giant tits, mom from Dexter's laboratory. The computer will do it, it won't judge you.
0: I'm assuming that you have like a very specific type, Mr. Don. No, these are all Yes, (laughs) they all have messed up
1: fingers. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what I'm into. I want to see the moms with their weird fingers cleaning the dishes. God.
0: Uh, yeah. Crypto bro, Mr. Don. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. The yeah. guy who was supposedly like 18 years old and looked like he was 38. <laughs> He's like, you can just lie. No one can ever question you. You put a number on you. I'm year. in high school. <laughs> I, I love all of them. It helps that I read it at eighth grade level so they don't suspect nothing.
0: Uh, yeah. So as it turns out, Inagaki's kind of got some thoughts on yeah. AI. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get into it uh so mr don remember the bad guy says that uh as re- as a result of you know the social changes that humanity has gone through that you know they have just kind of foisted the ability to think onto machines and ai is far more you know uh dependable yeah. Than, than human thinking is. And AI has determined that the best way for his team to be a, a great team and improve is to have either a running back that is as fast as the speed of light or a phantasmagoric quarterback.
1: <laughs> Interesting word choice for AI to come up with. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the actual search result. It's like, you should get... Joe Namath to be on your football team. Miss Don's uh, like, well, here's what the computer program says: Let's visit every nursing home in New York City until we find them. <laughs> Mister Namath, the computers say we need you. <laughs> it's like you sure? I only won one Super Bowl. This doesn't even feel like I mostly did it by handing the ball off. <laughs> It wouldn't say Tom Brady or something like that. I kind of skewed the results by (laughs) looking up so many Cartoon Network naked moms. Oh, that explains it. I sure do love red-headed naked cartoon moms. (laughs) I looked up the mom from Courage the Cowardly Dog*, but then they were like, that's not a mom, that's an old lady. You're perfect. And I... (laughs) I went down to the company and I shot the people who make it.
0: I would say I'll never be able to look at Mr. Don the same again, but honestly, I don't think that's going to affect my life much. (laughs) Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Anyway, so with those two very leading descriptions, of course they've concluded that one of the two people that they're going to have come from Japan to be on this American football team is going to be either Seta or Hiruma. Yes. Uh, but they can
1: only pick pick one of them. So, And it's, very, we- it's very important for Haruma because he has noted before, he does not believe he will ever pass a normal tryout to make a team. He does not have mm-hmm. the physical attributes that you would want out of like an elite quarterback. So a special program like this is his one shot potentially to get in.
0: Yeah, and Senna uh, passed the pro tryout when he was uh, fifteen. Yeah. So...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Senna, we already know, can make an NFL team right now if he really wanted to. Right. Assuming rules didn't need to take place.
0: Right. But uh, the two of them have like a quiet conversation after this meeting takes place. They go off on their own, uh, and they're both you know reflecting on how badly they want this. Mister Don has a conversation with Panther. Uh, glad that he got, you know, a little bit of a chance. He, he actually has a moment in this s- s- story that a lot of people don't, uh, yeah. which is that, you know, they just kind of discuss like, oh, uh, Mr. John's like, I didn't know which one should should we should pick because... The, the, the hot computer lady machine couldn't tell me that. And uh, ben, Ben's like, oh, well, they're going to have a match against each other. So, yeah, we'll just you know pick whoever wins because football's not a team sport. Uh, yeah.
1: Because that's the metric we'll use to judge it at the end. They'll <laughs> be like, well, the game ended when uh, 03 sent his team. So, I guess I'll take the running back who had a net run of uh, 17 yards on 58 rushes. <laughs> finally the computers have led me to a new direction you're worth more than the pornography you generate for me on an hourly basis god uh yeah so they
0: kind of like wish each other luck senna also says like i'm glad that they're deciding this in a football match because any other contest that they had to do you would use your big old book of blackmail to get one over on me uh, and Ruma actually tosses away his 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 blackmail journal, because he's like, I'm going to go become pro, so I'm not going to be needing this. Yes, you will.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's actually maybe more useful in, in the pro level than anything else. Absolutely. Um, but uh, you know, Also, so, I assume that was just an act, I assume, later on. He had like a no, he's string, he one. pulls, and he's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he actually threw it away. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Senna's like, no, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this one. So they, they wish each other luck. They're like, hey, let's go do it. And uh, then we cut ahead to when the game is taking place. We do have a little bit of like internal conflict for from Kurita because, of course, he cares a lot about Senna, but Hiruma's like his best friend. Yes. Uh, but he is playing on Senna's team, so he's like, look, for the sake of my team, for the sake of Senna, I'm gonna beat you, Hiruma. So, yep. just a nice little moment uh, for him. Uh, we Also, this is where we learn, we get to start getting a lot a look at all the people who are on these different teams. And Jesus Christ, the Wizards are
1: stacked. It, this, <laughs> this was a known thing. So the one person I forgot was. was a part of Senna's team was uh what Mizu Kami or Mizumachi, the swimmer guy, uh, was also a part of their team. But then Senna's, like, uh, Haruma's team was so stacked that, like, people like Jumanji were, like, minor characters. It was, like, Haruma... Uh, a bunch of great linemen, uh Taka, uh EQ, Aegon, Hercules, like it's it's so many people. Uh, Kakei. Like Yamato's
0: Yamato's like a footnote.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're just like, what the fuck? This team is crazy good. Uh
0: so s- some of that happens, we get a little appearance by Gao, who analyzes the line battle. Thanks, Gao. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're you're like, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm kind of sad that the, the deer guy couldn't show up to give this little commentary yeah. as that's been his role that for everything. But Gal having no role would also have been a little crazy. So at least right. they were like, here's this for you, buddy.
0: Uh, Hiruma does a thing with a, a a fancy deceptive snap count. He acts like he's pulling a, he's calling a play at the line. Uh, and instead, they just stick with the play that they were going to do anyway, because, mm-hmm. of course, Hiruma would do that. And the play consists of a
1: pump fake, then a fake handoff, and then a regular <laughs> pass. <process. laughs> this is the phantasmal quarterback that they're looking for, Nick. Uh, Absolutely. And... It's great because it works. You know, it's a it's a touchdown pass to ha- uh, Taka uh, and they're like, we did it. Uh, we won. That was the end of the game. That was the end of regulation. This works great. And then they're like, actually, no, he went in with like one second left on the clock because Haruma and Senna came or not Haruma, uh, Manta and Senna came at him mm-hmm. with such ferocity that he had no choice but to catch the ball a little bit earlier and they would have intercepted. So with one second left on a kickoff return, Seta's team has to score or they lose. this is this yeah. is the same drama this is quite literally the exact same drama as the Ojo match. Um, so but that's also maybe the best part of the entire series. So if you're yeah. gonna like reference a part, do that one.
0: I do like how the reason why there's one second left isn't because, like, oh, you know, someone literally physically forced you to score sooner. It's, oh, I had to catch the ball sooner. Now, you might think, well, by the laws of gravity, that doesn't make sense. Ah, but as established in the Christmas Bowl, Taka can, like, fly. Yeah. Like, he can just walk on air. So, yes, I fully believe that he could decide when he's going to land by at least a, a margin of a second or two. Yeah so sure i'll buy that <laughs>
1: yeah absolutely i can go ahead with it it's fine
0: uh so they establish like okay so yeah look send his team's gonna have one more chance at this uh and we get a flashback to when like you know the devil bats were in dire straits like this all the time just nice to have a group shot of the entire team do me yeah. pu- uh, doing the, the fist pump all together and A nice detail of Taki stretching his leg (laughs) out while they're doing it. Uh, And so they're like, okay, absolutely. Sen Sen is going to get the ball. 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 Riku gets the ball first. Oh, let's get him. Uh, he
1: gets it to Senna. You
0: idiot, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, those idiots got rope-a-doped so bad. Uh, it's a cool moment for Riku. He gets to do a rodeo drive one more time for the audience. You're like, all right, let's send this crowd home happy for all the Riku fans out there, question uh, mark. But then, yeah, immediately hands the ball off to Senna as everyone predicted. Literally in the manga, everyone predicts. They're like, So Senna's getting the ball on both sides of the field. Yep. Uh, and it's it's about Senna getting to that end zone. Yeah, it's a
0: ni- there is a nice moment where he has to lateral the ball, so it's a backwards pass. EQ actually almost intercepts it. So hey, nice nice little nice yes. little nod to to EQ there. But Senna just snaps it out his hands and uh, starts running. Memori gets her one line. Senna, thanks, <laughs> <Yeah>. Memori.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's heartbreaking because you're like, what an awesome character who's. Uh, influence throughout the series is one of the most like subtle and, and like Im- yet impactful female characters in Jump that I can think of. I-, I truly think of like how her relationship with Haruma is like maybe just one of my favorite sort of subtle blossomings of like a ship mm-hmm. in a manga that I've seen. Uh, and then here she's just like, ah, <laughs> that's it. And you're like, yes. okay. <laughs> cool beans. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for showing up, Mori. <laughs>
0: Also, Yamato gets totally schooled in this. You know, Yamato, the last great obstacle for Senna to overcome. The true, the true, true i Twenty One. 21. 21. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> Not only schools him, schools him and three other dudes in one panel. So good job, it's Yamato. so fucking
1: funny. That's exactly how I felt, though. Like, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're just as good as every other member of that stupid team, except for fucking Taka at this point.
0: So who is the real ultimate rival? The real last person that he has got to go up against? Well, Shin's on the White Knights, so not him. Panther's in America, so not him. But you know what?
1: Fucking Agon?
0: Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. They
1: say it. They're like, at this point, he's gotten past all our defenses, except this one. Who's the only person left who could stop Seta? And you're like, yeah, Agon could be that person. He's a supreme fuck. (laughs) So, mm-hmm. and is also probably one of the more interesting antagonists. So one more time, let's watch a devil bat fucking curb stop a to accomplish yeah. something.
0: And this time he's even wearing a devil bat helmet. He's already given up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we get some analysis from Shin in this moment where he talks about like, you know, Senna's devil bat ghost is like perfect. It's the best way of getting past any opponent. But there is one thing that it doesn't do, and the computer analysis guy who's with Mister Don is like, "Oh yes, you know, we we have analyzed it with the with our microchips and AI and stuff like that, and we know that it's it, that with Agon's reaction speed, it will stop him." But and then finally we learn what Shin had told. Why us, don't? Uh, Why
1: well, now that you've done using the computer? Could you look up Hot Secretary from Powerpuff Girls <laughs> naked? Also, face.
0: <laughs> you want that as two props? No, no, no. Literally type hot secretary for buff Girls naked.
1: Also, <laughs> write it out. I've, face. I've given you very clear directions about what I want to see. The titties and the face you give them to me. I want to wrestle my face in them. They're like, actually, the game that determines the future of your NFL career is going on right now. Would you like to watch it? (laughs) It'll be on TiVo later. (laughs) They're like, wait, so you're big into AI, but you still use TiVo? He's like, technology really perfected in 2005, when we currently are right now, to be clear. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So...
0: Shin had told Senna that there was one thing that was preventing him from going further. One thing more that he needed, which was courage. Uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like Senna's got that, but whatever, whatever. So in other words, in addition to having to be able to cut around his opponent, Senna needs the ability to drive through his opponents. Much like a trident. <laughs> a trident tackle, even. Uh, so, yeah, with this advice, Senna now has the option to dodge around with both ways or just drive through people. So he's been bulking up a bit, presumably. So, yeah, how do you guard against someone who can cut around you and also just steamroll over you? Uh, and Hiruma is like the only person who realizes in this moment that that Sen is going to pull this off because everyone's like, that's crazy. He's, he's going to go for a headlong collision. It's like, there's no way this is just reckless and stuff. And Haruma's like, yeah, it's a thing that you're gambling way too early on, but that means you're going to do it and you're yeah. going to pull it off. So it's, it's,
1: well. it's very interesting because I have not gone back to reread I Shield 21 in its entirety, uh, much. I did guest on the Ice Shield 21 podcast and read a volume or two of that. Uh, in preparation, but like reading the whole series, um, it's very interesting seeing how much of Senku came from Haruma. Uh, I'm hoping it's not the opposite, but in that moment, you're like, "There's a hundred million percent chances won't work," and that's exactly why it's going to work. And I'm like, I could literally see Senku also saying that as well. Right. Uh, it's it's a little interesting to to see the character now after having read all of my sh- uh, of uh, Doctor Stone.
0: And so, we get the actual spiel about AI and machine learning (laughs) in this, which is, oh yeah, you know, the the computer learning and stuff, it surpassed human brain power a long time ago. But you know what? There are those who strive for more than just perfection. There are athletes and scientists and chess players who go beyond even what machines perfection is capable of. So... Yeah, you do you, Inagaki.
1: Yeah. Like you. yeah. Uh, uh, Don, Mr. Don's just like, they've achieved great things. I can see Marge Simpson's titties whenever I want. <laughs> but humans are the X-Factor. You still know what humans
0: have, the machines don't have titties. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> you know, if we didn't have any humans, no one would make the hot moms for me to search up the naked pictures of later. <laughs> Like, you know you're so wealthy, you could just commission porn artists to draw them naked for you. No, the fact that they have 13 fingers and fucked up teeth makes them so much harder to me. I'm a real mess of a human being. <laughs> just let me have this.
0: Uh, you know what you know what makes you know what makes my wank sessions even harder? When a random hand that you don't know where the arm is comes into the picture. <laughs> when you look really close in their mouths and you see an eye poking out of it
1: uh, that extra little thrill I have a very specific fetish that can only be catered to by a machine that won't judge me oh oh, look he scored a touchdown (laughs) oh let's go Seahawks not the game you're at sir please pay attention future of your entire career riding on this
0: uh yeah we get uh we get an ending here which is Senna does seemingly get past Agon he blows past his arm tackle basically uh but it's left up to you the reader to decide exactly how this contest uh ends uh because both Hiruma and Senna both seem to still determined that they're going to be the ones to come out on top
1: so. Inagaki at this point has had two chapters recently that have been like uh sort of post epilogue extra little mm-hmm. conclusions and both of them have ended in a conclusion that's like we're not going to definitively tell you what happens but come on I mean come mm-hmm. on so, so. It, it's very <laughs> interesting yeah, because you're like. I mean, is Haruma going to chase him down with a fucking gun? Like, how are you supposed to stop him at the... You just established there's no one behind a gun. So if he gets past him, maybe he can still... But you're just like... At that point, it's not Haruma's victory so much as it is a Gon's. Like if I was watching, you'd be like, oh actually, you know what? Maybe a, a fucking linebacker who can think faster than the speed of light is actually <laughs> pretty good too Should she get him on my team.
0: Who's that who's that kind of scruffy looking line guy over there? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He just starts picking random. Who's that guy who looks like a chameleon? He makes me laugh. I want him on my team.
0: (laughs) Oh, there's a guy who can make some really good cartoon milk.
1: (laughs) He looks like somebody (laughs) who looks at the mom from American Dad and says she should be naked. (laughs) That's the kind of man I want on my team.
0: This is not the conversation I expected to be having for the 21st anniversary <laughs> of I Show 21 Special Chapter.
1: <laughs> he's on the Chiefs every week. Taylor Swift has to walk by him. And he's just like, did I tell you what, what I said? What are start- you going
0: to look like in 10 years?
1: <laughs> She's like, Travis, I love you. Also a cartoon. You need to be a cartoon. <laughs> Stop introducing me to him. I know he sucks. He's weird. He's just the center on your team who gives a shit. He's the president's son, I'll have you know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, yeah, that is the chapter of Ice Shield 21. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, amazing chapter. I felt right in the moment. Uh, you know, this is uh, it added, expanded to everything that I love about this universe. Uh, it's fine. This is like a celebration. Uh, Senna's going to get a cool new move. Everyone else shows off their greatest hit, sort of, if they have time for it. And we're out of here, you know, and it's fine because I got to relive a bit of my love for a series that I have such a, a fond passion for. And we got to have more jokes at the expense of Mr. Don and AI. And you know what? Some of the shittiest characters don't even show up. So that's great. I didn't have to l- see whatever German dude... <laughs> What the, they were oh, like, oh, yeah, he, he also goes 4.2. You're like, Eat shit. stop doing this. Um, or any of the other American players that that aren't interested or anything like that. Um, but Tatanka, come on, Quinn, Tatanka. yeah, every, every, yeah, Brad Walkman's here. Like, who cares? Um, Clifford D. Lewis, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I completely forgot about their quarterback. The, the thing that I wish it had is, I wish it was even. Like there's there's enough of like a thought to it that it is like full like a, like a, a, a like actual content. <laughs> and they're like ah yes this is how in a world of AI and advanced learning does like human accomplishment mean anything anymore? And this is Inagaki's kind of response. Interesting. This conversation never happened in Doctor Stone, but I guess they were just like hey mm-hmm. we're not getting to that point. We're going to do a time machine instead. Um, but part of me does wish there was just like. More nostalgia. Uh like I would have loved for a Haha ha Brothers joke. Or, yeah. you know, I would have loved to see Taki going crazy. Or, you know, like even just more silliness from the characters. Cause the humor is what I really loved about this series. Mm-hmm. As it is, it's a couple of like cool shots of characters. Yeah, you get a couple like fun little one-liners and stuff like that. But like by and large, this was just like a fun revisit. Um, but doesn't like change the content of the ending of Shield 21 particularly
0: yeah um it was nice to have i was very happy that it divided it to you know get to read it
1: art's uh, incredible by the way murata's art is always phenomenal fantastic. and it's so good here
0: um and it was nice to see like the core of it. like if if I, if you were to, you know, like pressure me to like, oh, do like a quick one shot bonus chapter, think this would be almost exactly yeah. what I would pitch for it, which is just like, hey, you know, like Iruma and, and Senna's teams from college have a matchup against each other. They finally face off after they've been on the same team for the entire series up to this point. Uh, the contextualization of their matchup is weird. Uh, and as we have noted, it's very strange to have this very 24, 2024 chapter taking place for a series that was definitely, you know, in the mid 2000s yeah. when it was taking place. It's a bit it's a bit odd, um, but uh, still fine. It doesn't really matter when I Show 21 takes place. Uh, that's not really relevant to the story uh, outside of how their cell phones work, because it was a big deal. How Senate got a bunch of cell phone friends uh, in
1: it. That was about it.
0: Yes. Um, so, I did really
1: like reading it. I'm glad that it exists. Um, thank again, Molderman, for yeah uh, making it possible for us to read this. Uh, it's very, very much appreciated.
0: Yeah, and it's it's okay that it's not groundbreaking republish the series please thank you yes okay so
1: uh yeah viz surely you're done laughing at our hilarious uh mr don uses (laughs) to look at cartoon uh moms (laughs) in in nudity joke uh now that you've laughed yourself silly with that uh please (laughs) release it digitally for us to enjoy right uh i'm sure there's a monumental amount of work that goes into that uh but again think of the chuckles you know (laughs) Think of the joy that you've just been given. Now those those those
0: those rock ladies from, from Steven Universe, are, th- are those all his mom? Because
1: if so. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of potential here. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a whole lot of rock titties. And on the topic of rocks, Ludo was kind of a mother too when you think about it. <laughs> uh, they're like. That's not the rock monster from Never Ending Story. I know that's where your brain went, but Ludo is the big monster from Labyrinth. Who is like Ludo? Sad. He's like, yeah, I want to see that thing's titties as well. If you could, please. (laughs) They're like, fine, just give it to him. He's the president's son. We can't stop him. (laughs) Oh
0: man. What if that's like the one presidential son thing that like, you know, it's like that becomes a well-known thing
1: about it. Everyone's like,
0: President Son, really into AI porn. Totally cool. Just so you
1: know, everyone's <laughs> like, Isn't this great? Everyone's <laughs> like, I uh don't support Mr. President Don's uh pornography addiction i do support his form actually no sorry reverse it i agree with his pornography addiction i think that's healthy it's his drone strikes in different countries (laughs) i'm not on board with sorry i almost mixed that up woo oh (laughs) well thank you anderson cooper for (laughs) revealing a little bit more about yourself today back to your new year's (laughs) eve celebration Let's (laughs) Let's <laughs> change gears now. <laughs> all right, we Nick. Have, academia. here
0: Academia. It's a big thing because um, we have just seen this plan coming together. Of oh, maybe we have to give up one for all in order to stop Shigaraki, who's got all for one and stuff. Uh, the hand that was in the last chapter that we were. I was misidentifying. Yes, it belongs to like a remnant of Star and Stripes quirk vestige thing. The link between Shigaraki and Deku through All for One and One for All. Uh, She points out to all the vestiges that there is a still a forlorn little boy that has been buried underneath all of Shigaraki's anger and such.
1: Now, Nick, how could you possibly not have remembered this important detail that Stars and Stripes attack against Shigaraki left a giant uh, sort of uh, scarred crater inside of him uh, that is uh, sort of their opening to try to break through through all of his mental trauma? That was very
0: easily,
1: clearly, very easily. clearly established fact and not something that was introduced kind of right now. And I say that half facetiously, half honestly, that could have been something they indicated early on. I The, the big takeaway from the Stars and Stripes fight for me was like, oh, we've erased a bunch of Shigaraki's quirks um, without ever really detailing which ones that they are. Uh, particularly I guess he still has the power to destroy all of humanity if he just touches the ground basically if he wants um, but maybe there was something more concrete to be like oh I've left a wound here you will never be able to recover from it. Is your weakness hmm messed
0: up all the quirks I know that much but no. uh, yeah uh, All Might awakens uh, sensing that the power of One for All is calling to him and he can feel that it is coming unraveled Um, small note uh, I thought Edshot gave up his life to resurrect Bakugo, but there he is, right there, still hanging out in his little
1: snaky form. So I guess he's not dead. Okay, so. maybe. I mean, would you still want to be alive if that was you? This this is the would you still love me if I was a worm thing come to life? Basically, yeah. <laughs> you're like, would you still love me if I was a talking worm? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> a Talking <laughs> worm. <Ugh. laughs> Nick, would you still love me if I was Shalub, the giant worm from the Dune movies? God. Uh,
0: So, yeah, Shigaraki re- senses that something bad is happening to him. Uh, and, and it's like, what the hell? Why is that star and stripey lady still floating through my head? Fuck, basically. Yeah. Uh, so Deku is meanwhile getting the plan explained to him by the second vessel who uh, had just basically told him in the last chapter you've got to part ways with one for all and uh, he says "Like, look, you've got to calm down or else Shigaraki's going to detect our plan so listen, that all that stuff that is surrounding the young Shigaraki it was basically completely impenetrable but Yagi noticed a rift, a scar from the battle against Star and Stripe so what we gotta do is attack from within the transfer of one for all will smash that scar, will pry it open and give his soul a direct beating. Okay, uh-huh. sounds solid. Cool. Uh, Deku goes, How wait, that doesn't make sense. How is that what? what? And everyone's like, Won't we just like give him our powers and stuff? And so, he's, uh, see, you know how. That childhood friend of yours, Deku, would hand things to you. Just a flash of Bakugo, just throwing papers in Deku's face. Arrgh! It's like, oh
1: yeah. So if you if you just if I give rant it for something, if I give it to him like an asshole,
0: <laughs> then it'll hurt him, yeah, and he won't absorb the power, and it'll break the scar open. Just keep no, no, no. Listen, listen. <laughs> so sure, yeah. yes. Uh, he also says that they should start the transfer with uh with him, uh, and it's like, well, but we need Gear Shift. It's like, no, 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 no. we got to do this now. Uh, if we part ways with Gear Shift, you'll be free of the crippling recoil too. That sounds like bullshit, but okay. So <laughs> I, I, the the backlash is part of the quirk factor, yes. not like your body suffering under the strain of it no 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 no. part of the quirk factor okay sure so they'll give that to him uh to give that up to shigaraki he'll suffer for the backlash of it and they establish that the last one to go is going to be banjo uh who they say like hey you stick with the boy because that's gonna be what keeps him alive is having his webbing his swift whips uh and uh, everyone's like you know are are you okay with this And, and dick is like yeah okay and uh so they start putting the plan to action, and uh Deku uh uses Black Whip in a scary way. Like he's got it going all throughout his body, making tendrils come out, sprouting out of his back. He looks like
1: a he's, spider. He's Carnage at this point. He's he's gone full mm-hmm. Carnage, uh and Shigaraki's like, Ooh, you don't you don't look like a hero anymore. Uh which makes sense. Everyone thinks Carnage is very, very cool, so I've heard. Um I think I like this chapter for the most part. Uh I like the concept. And I, I think the logic they're working with here is fine. Where the second is like, look, you gotta send me first. I one, think I have a responsibility to be the one who gets sent first. Uh, but two, there are actual like practical ramifications. Like, yes, you will get gear shift, but my gear shift is at right now kind of actually more of a detriment to you than anything else. So use me. I'm the one coming up with this plans. You know, this will work. And let's establish right now. Black Whip's the last one. That makes sense. Black Whip has, I think, far and away kind of been the quirk that Deku has made the most use of. Of uh, everything that's not all for one directly. Or well, one for all. It's
0: the first, it's the first one he awakened.
1: So. Yeah. But I, I mean, like, even just, like, in terms of, like, applications and power. Like, he uses it more than kind of anything else. So, like, that being his last one just feels fitting. I'm not super... Like, stoked for the Stars and Stripes uh, element to it. It does make that fight have some significance in the long run. um, But I kind of feel like it doesn't hold a lot of water, per se, exactly. Like, I get it. Like, her quirk went in and messed a bunch of things up. But I wish that it had been made more of, like, an evident factor that this was going to be the end result of it. Maybe you didn't want to tip your hand that much. Uh, But this kind of feels like something almost unretroactively be like no no it was actually very important that stars and stripes had that fight um so that part i'm not super crazy about but the rest of it i think is pretty good
0: yep it's uh gonna be interesting to see where this goes um especially because like this very much seems like the final battle and this seems like we're getting towards the end of the Mm -hmm. final battle too um Without going to f- get too far ahead of ourselves in terms of what uh, we're going to be discuss- discussing later, but, um, Shonen Jump is going to have a couple new series starting soon. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't feel like My Hero Academia is going to end in three chapters. Yes. But when is it going to end? Like, what's the pacing that we're looking at here is, a uh, certainly a question that's on my mind. As we're going through this, if you
1: were to make a prediction right now, which month my here academy? we believe it's going to end this year. What month Seems of the like... year are you going to make the call on? I've... I mean, at this point,
0: like assuming that we are headed towards the end phase of everything, my guess would be
1: April. OK, I I'm going to go a little bit longer. I think it's going to get delayed out. Um, well, into, May. Into, May, I, I was to, I was going to say May. Um, but if you're gonna say may I will take April then I'm gonna I'm gonna undercut you just a little bit.
0: Well I'm just thinking in terms of just cycles of stuff. And it there's also breaks.
1: Little- well I, I will note to 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 get fairness, we have we have seen a jump that there are times where a series will just end and a, a new series will not yeah. fill its spot immediately. They'll use it for like one-shots and things like that for a while. So that it that is a precedent that has been set. But um, yeah, we will we will talk about this more when we get to Cypher Academy. Uh, but for now Let's talk about Undead Luck. This is number 192, Survival of the Fittest. Uh, hey, we're we're back with Fuko and Julia, and they see a beautiful light. And Julia is like, oh, it's that light that came to me, too. So does that mean Mr. Top is over there? And Fuko doesn't seem as optimistic. She goes, that's not one of Andy's soul bullets. That light was yep. probably... She doesn't finish that thought uh, because Julia is like... So is this top a negator like you? And Fuko's like, yeah. And she's like, so um, what are negators? <laughs> like she doesn't yeah. she's like, I don't actually know what's happening right now. And Fuko's like, oh, oh right, shit, I didn't give you an explanation. So she very quickly
0: runs. They're th- still in their fencing uniforms. Yes. Like they went straight from that to go and see Top. So <laughs> Yes.
1: Uh so Foucault explains using Sean as an example that hey, this is a person, uh he could turn invisible when he closes his eyes. But doing so means that he lost out on a career of ever being uh, an actor. And that's kind of what happens. Uh, Negation abilities, when they activate, usually cause a tragedy, which means you lose something. For example, when my unluck manifested, uh, I ended up killing over 200 people in an accident, including my parents. And Julia immediately hugs her and is like, no, you're wrong. You didn't kill them, Fuko. You didn't choose to activate this ability. You didn't have any control over it. So please don't phrase it that way. And Fuko just thanks her and is like, that's very sweet. But I also used to believe this was random. But after looping, I'm starting to understand why we get chosen to, deba- to bear negation abilities. And uh, she seems very confident. At this point, they're in... Uh, What looks to be a a city in in South America, I believe that's where Top was from. Brazil, I want to say. Brazil, I think, was where it was from, yeah. Yeah. Um, And Julia tries to ask a question, but doesn't have time to answer it as something shoots towards them. And Fuku just says, that's Top. Top Bull Sparks, the negator known as Unstoppable, which explains why... Bull sparks (laughs) which i guess explains why last chapter was called top bull sparks despite top not showing up in that chapter but whatever i sure uh yeah we got his full name now top bull sparks uh some people have run through and basically the way you could translate it basically can make even more of a pun on unstoppable than just top so there you go uh julia is super impressed She's like wow this guy is so fast and Fuko's like yeah his negator ability allows him to negate stopping which just makes him faster and faster and he can reach those speeds uh and julia's like wait no so he just keeps running forever and she's like no he can't stop himself but that's odd none of his limbs are broken and we can see that top has uh you know, come to a stop at this point and, you know, starts running again, steals somebody's wallet and is like, hey, hey thanks for the wallet, sucker. When who should show up, Nick? But Haruka, the Shin that we all know and love, who has like a butterfly net. And I'm going to get you. She's like, today's the day. Um, Top just says, Haruka, I got to hand it to you for never giving up. And I have to thank you. It's because of your shoes that today's hunt results in another huge. He shoots off like Sonic. Huge haul. Uh Haruka is real sad. She tries to break her unbreakable butterfly net. Uh it. and uh Fuko just walks up and is like, hey Haruka, how's it going? And uh we we get some quick introductions as Foucault basically asks, like, oh, so wait, his stop condition for top isn't the same as before? And i uh, like, yeah, uh, he can actually stop himself now by breaking something with a kick. So he has so a he new. Just goes and kicks a tree. <laughs> yeah, he just kicks a tree and, and knocks it over. Uh, and I'm uh, like, yeah, he uh, was supposed to, like, break bones before, but now it's different. And. uh." We have Julia kind of asks, like, does that always happen? And Fuka's like, no, just when stuff was kind of inconvenient before <laughs> it, it, it gets changed. Uh, she doesn't say that, but that is my thought. Uh, but we get the clarification that I was very curious about there this entire time, which is, wait, like, wait, if he hasn't stopped, does that mean he killed all of his track and field friends? Uh, and the answer is no. Haruka stopped that tragedy from happening However, luck, yeah. However, uh, he still gave up breading because, as we find out, his mom is contagious with a an infectious disease, or I should say, she's sick rather with a, an infectious disease, and basically, they are forced to live out in the woods because no one from town wants them around. Uh, so we see this scene of Top showing back up to his mom. He's like, hey, mom, check out all this stuff I grabbed today. This is super sweet. And his mom's like, oh, absolutely not. We can't use that. You stole all of that stuff. We have to live in a society. If we, if we don't do that, then we're no different than beasts. And Top's like, then well, fuck it. I'll be a beast then. Follow a hedgehog. Yeah, I could be any kind of beast I want. Maybe like a dark hedgehog with black fur and like red accents. And sometimes I use and a gun. Sometimes I ride a motorcycle around. I hang around with a hot bat that 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 football guy keeps looking up for naked pictures of. God. Um he's basically just like, yeah, uh, you know, it's stupid that we follow rules anyway. Why should we even be? In a society, you know, rules are just dumb anyway. And the people who stick to them are the ones who get devoured. I'm not going to be weak and be devoured. So he decides to go out and hunt some food. He runs out into the woods and he's like, yeah, this is my world here alongside the beasts With the losers don't get to complain. My legs are more suited for this world. Uh, and Fuko pops out of nowhere. She's uh, got her, her regular outfit on and she... She has a gun. It is actually a very intimidating way for her to introduce herself because she just has a gun pointed at him. And she's like, You only think that's true because you've never been hunted before.
0: A great panel to show to someone who's only ever seen Fuko from like the first four chapters of the series. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Fuko, uh, or I should say, Top rather, does recognize her. He did see her while they were in town. Uh, and Fuko shoots a bullet to let Top know that this is a real gun. And he's like, Uh, or she's like, okay, fine. If you want to deviate from the rules, whatever, but let's talk to each other within the confines of the rules, the rules of the beast, which makes it very, very funny because you're like, okay, so clearly the light from the start was one of the, the, the UMAs clearly it's beast. I'll laugh my ass off if UMA language shows up and it's just like babble, babble bitches. And they're like, oh shit, actually top. Can you talk about how language is really the limiting factor in all of our lives? <laughs> um, so Top is just like uh, doing his fucking speed dash everywhere, everywhere, everywhere move, and he's like, she, "She a cop? She doesn't. She doesn't look like one. What's going on?" And Fuku is just like, you know, Top, you talk a lot of shit. But you aren't really used to fighting. You're actually very predictable. And she counters one of his attacks. And he's like, oh shit, she's actually strong. All right, fine. If you want to do this, like, we'll fucking do this. And uh, he, they both basically, uh, rather I should say he collides into her. He uses Unstoppable. And we end the chapter with a two-page spread of Unstoppable versus Unluck. And Fuku saying, sick, you have the rashiest, snappiest attitude I've seen yet. So yeah, sort of a a new version of Top with a little bit more edge. Yeah. He's older. Uh, his power sucks less. Um, mm. it, there's cool stuff going on here. Uh, how'd you feel, Nick?
0: I really like this ending confrontation between Fuku and Top. Uh, that image of him launching that big drop kick into her is very cool. Um, in terms of like the stuff we used to establish Top's character, he's kind of less interesting honestly Mm -hmm. um because before he was you know kind of like one of the the kiddier sort of characters uh who had to you know grow up when things got serious so to have him be a teen top you know (laughs) where he's edgier and and stuff he's like oh the strong he's just kind of a try hard um yeah but if we see him change a bit and we have seen like all of the people that fuko's recruited go through a pretty significant uh, rapid change after they actually join her uh, then i think that he could be okay still yeah um something that i have seen people note upon is the fact that andy very very pointedly like you know shoved top and uh and haruka into a into a couple uh, at, at the end of the last soup and in this one is like okay so he's actually closer to her age and <laughs> yeah. also they have an established history so maybe this can actually like be a thing now
1: <laughs> yeah if you're, if you're gonna do this it makes more sense now um, I guess we'll keep our sights in line for Chikara and Tatiana to get together who, who did Chikara get hooked up with I'm
0: pretty sure it was Tatiana,
1: Tatiana so yeah let's keep our eyes out for that um but hey i think this is fine it's a little obnoxious to like these are one of those times where you can see like the seams of undead unlocks writing where you're like uh i have a uma beast guy how about top talks about beasts over and survival of the fittest over and over again a detail never really a part of his character previously but like I get it. He's now living on the streets, so maybe that's his mentality. Um, so fair enough, but not perfect still. Yeah. Uh let's move on to b- 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 blue box.
0: Good. I need an uplift
1: uplifting, uplifting pick me up, Nick. I am feeling, oh, little, no, I'm, feeling it's raining. <laughs> I'm feeling a little down from the last couple chapters. Oh, it's raining. Oh no. Chapter
0: 134. Get on. Um, yeah, last time, Chinatsu hurt her foot, and her team lost. They are out of nationals. Uh, so uh, Taiki is waiting at home, uh, seemingly trying to just, like, focus on something else. But Chinatsu uh, gets home, and he rushes downstairs to see her, and she's hobbling. She's got a crutch, and, she's, and her, uh, her right foot, the injured one, is all bandaged up. So, you know, Taiki's family uh, come to ask. Nick,
1: where's her other shoe? Did the hospital just take it?
0: The doctor ate it. I'm
1: sorry. (gasps) Oh, my God.
0: Wait, is that what what... happens at Japanese Uh,
1: hospitals? I was going to say, is that what their their medical bills are? Like, I'm going to eat one of your shoes. I'm like, wow, that's actually much more affordable. Yeah.
0: You know, that's what? Like a pair of shoes you got to replace. So, like, if you're. I mean, it's just like t- cheap tennis shoes for Injiazu's cases. So
1: oh no, Chinatsu's a sport head. She's definitely got some good shoes. Okay, well, I feel like you know, I feel like she's six, put sixty
0: six, 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 yeah. bucks. Uh,
1: neck, neck. Oh my gosh, you're Come not a sneaker head at all. No, uh, no,
0: not that kind of sneaker head. No.
1: What's the what other she, kind of
0: she went to like DJ Khaled's house in order to like get her
1: her <laughs> workout shoes. Yeah, she, she, these
0: are worth more than your than your parents.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like my my dad has actually a pretty good job. He actually might be able to afford these shoes. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, you just played yourself. Well, that did not contextually make sense. It is one of the three things I am known for. Another
1: one. <laughs> and he, he, he steps backwards into a door and slams it closed before they, they can say anything else that would have revealed his third line. <laughs> He's like, good, I got out of there? If I said the third one, I would have gone back into the lamp. <laughs>
0: we speed ran that one <laughs> uh all right so uh, says that uh she's sprained her foot which makes sense yeah. uh it's you know obviously serious within the confines of a basketball game but she's gonna be okay if she just you know gives it a few weeks of rest uh and so taiki's mother is like oh come inside you know have some food And Shinatsu turns to Taiki and says, hey, don't worry about me. There's still the Winter Cup. So, there you go. There is, you know, presumably another path forward. She's not done pursuing high school basketball just yet. But, of course, it's still a really big setback. Yes. Uh... So they they make like you know um, like try to like Taiki's mom is trying to be really nice to her, say like oh you know you could sleep downstairs and we'll get a futon out for you. She's like no 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 I'll I'll sleep up in my room and she's she's like I can still take the stairs and stuff. Taiki obviously is still worried about her, especially like when the next morning comes and she not downstairs uh like she is on a lot of mornings he goes to the gym and of course she's not there because she can't work out while she's rehabbing it's
1: so sad because he says good morning instinctively upon yeah, entering the there. gym and he's like oh just me
0: yeah he's like that never experienced this before she's always here and now she's not a does show up during her basketball team's practice and everyone's like, "Hey, are you are you okay? Should you really be here?" And she says, "I'm just gonna watch. It's gonna be okay." And uh, then she, you know, she like kind of you know captains up a bit because she because she's like, "Hey, I'm sorry for you know inconveniencing you." Everyone apologizes, starts to apologize for like letting her down while she was gone. But she claps her hands and she's like, "Hey, okay, come on, let's switch gears. I know it sucks that we lost, but we still have time to figure out what we're gonna do before the winter tournament." and uh, so she's like i'm gonna you know work on other stuff that i can and she like grabs a basketball and is like i'm gonna be a master uh, ball handler before my foot all heals up and stuff and so you know everyone takes a little bit of inspiration from this and they get back to practicing um but jinatsu is you know left by herself while this is happening she's just kind of sitting on the sidelines watching people uh and uh, eventually she gets up and she walks walks to somewhere to go to the bathroom and stuff um and uh everyone you know, offers after practice like hey do you want us to help you out take you home and stuff yeah they're, they're like, like we'll
1: carry your stuff all the way to your front door she's like no that's no, fine do not come with me <laughs> <laughs> don't find house uh
0: so she's like yeah yeah you know I'll, I'll be fine so she she goes off on her own uh, and everyone's like, you know, I'm glad that she's doing, you know, better than expected. But is like, there's no way she feels okay. Uh, there, there's no way. Yeah. So, uh, and sure enough, yeah, of course, Jinatsu on her way home, uh, she thinks she just replays the game in her head uh, the moment that the collision happened, and she collapsed. And in the present, like, she also, like, falls to her knees and starts grimacing, almost as like when she was first injured. When she looks up, Taiki's there, and he's crouching down in front of her with his back to her, with his arms held back. He's like, go on, get on, piggyback ride. Get on, I'm ready. Yeah,
1: very, very brazenly as well, Uh, because we're right in public, and he's just like, no one will see me, but I do think it's very, re- because she gets on her back, and I do think it is funny, they do note that people are like, What's going on here? <laughs>
0: it's just a random piggyback ride between teenagers going on, um, and so he says that he wants to take her somewhere, uh, so uh, and she's not just like, oh, I'm probably heavy. I've been training. you will be fine. So. Yeah.
1: I like it. She's very self conscious the whole time. She's just like, "Oh, probably too heavy." She's like, "He's like, nope." She's like, "Oh, I can hear your breathing hard." He's like, "Nope, you're hearing things." She's like, "Oh, I've got a tournament coming up." He's like, "Nope, this is fine."
0: Yep. And they get there, and uh, there is a big old river that uh, he's brought her to the shore of, uh, and he says, "I like bodies of water."
1: (laughs) I love it. She's like, "Why did you pick the river?" He's like, "I like bodies of water." And she's like, "Yes, tracks."
0: you you did bring me to the ocean that one time it doesn't make sense
1: but then of course it's actually an emotional reason why he brought it to the river
0: he says it feels like the open water can absorb and carry all that weight for you uh and the breeze along the shore your voice just gets swept away and it doesn't care if you cry and Tinashe, you know, looks at him from it, and she so she smiles, and then she starts breaking, and she just all of it immediately. The faucet's been opened up; the tears start coming out. She starts full on crying, yeah. and she just goes, "We lost because of me." And, uh, yeah, you gotta let it all out. You gotta let it out. You gotta let out the bad feelings, girl. So
1: it's it's very painful because you are like. Aw, like it's okay. Like you 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 know. I'm so sorry that your, your, your big all of your work didn't work out. And of course, you're such a fucking good-hearted person. Instead of blaming the world, you're blaming yourself. Yeah. Uh, but also it's like legitimately very, very sweet that Taiki was like, "I'm going to take you to this river." and i'm just gonna make it very clear i'm not gonna say like you can cry here i'm just like let me be poetic about it and be like oh you know we're out here it feels like the river will hold you up and the wind will blow your voice away and it doesn't even matter if you cry here and then it just kind of smiles and comforts it. it's just like oh, it's fucking sweet he's such a good fucking dude I, at one point in time i was like i this fucking nerd and now i'm like <laughs> wow Oh my God, Taiki! You're you're such a gentleman.
0: Yeah, you're a good boyfriend, Taiki. Good job. Yeah,
1: very happy. This is a great chapter. Very very powerful. Um, Great shot of Chinatsu in that sort of deep emotion. It's it's handled well. And this is like not a full page, like two page spread, but this is like a very good one two kind of like page to look at. It's very emotional. Mm.
0: Yeah, quite a very nice like. Good, sad chapter, yeah. like a positive sad. It was nice. And we've
1: seen already what happens when people support one another. So, Nick, let's carry that feeling right along into Chainsaw Man. <laughs> chapter 154, All Pets. Vroom, vroom. I can't wait to see the camaraderie. <laughs> Yeah,
0: so uh, the auntie type of girl who uh, was trying to pull Naito away from the fight, she's starting to punch people because Naito used her control powers on her. Uh, and so everyone realized, like, something weird is going on here. Uh, and, like, someone starts calling for backup on this. She looks uh, to Fubiko, does Naito, is like, I can only send out three chains at once. I can only control three people at once. So you got to help me. And Fubiko's like... Yeah, I'm out of here. Uh yeah, I uh look, I, I uh I do like Chainsaw Man, but uh th- risking my life to save him, that's outside the scope of my
1: job. Uh so do your best. Bye. Uh <laughs> everyone's like, what a fuck. Like it makes sense. She's like, I'm a fan of Chainsaw Man. I think he's so cool. And I want to suck his dick because I think he's awesome. And then the second is still sisters in trouble. She's like, actually, I have to go. This is not my job description. Peace.
0: Yeah. Kind of lighten it up whenever she dies, I guess. So <laughs> um, also, just like to let you know, like, oh, no, 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 no. It's okay to not care about this woman anymore. Now you're just like, our family just died in a fire. And she says, Weren't they only pets? So, all right,
1: yeah. you're on the shit list, girl. <laughs> it's it's a great exchange. It's her like family? Weren't they only pets? Nayuta's like shocked expression, then Fumiko just fucking leaving and then cut to to being like, that diarrhea woman. <laughs> great, great, <laughs> great one <laughs> one page
0: people start to realize that there must be a devil's power at work. So they're like, there's gotta be one nearby and fucking
1: (laughs) barren is like that girl. She did it. Of course, he did a killer in a series of shitty people. The shittiest, most unlikable one of them has survived long enough to be like, "Get her!" <laughs> There's too much joy. You're happy. Kill this girl. Like we know, this motherfucker's got like seconds left to be alive in this world or whatever. And yet, he still find a way to be a complete fuckhole about everything.
0: The middle-aged woman that Nayuta first took control of also points to her and is like, she called Chainsaw Man her family, and she's like, you old bat! (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, someone starts to go, like, you know, I heard the kids who are Chainsaw Man believers are also spraying chainsaws from their heads and killing their parents. And someone goes, who told you that? (laughs) I don't remember, (laughs) you fucking bullshit. (laughs) Nayuta takes control of them, starts uh, (laughs) makes him pick up chainsaw man and carry him away <laughs> the safety and uh even while doing so Naita says through the guys like ah, "And you thought you didn't need me hmm Naita gets cornered uh but uh the uh the kid gloves are off now because uh Fumiko's not there and then not there so she's like no one's here to get mad at me if I kill everyone so she starts turning people against each other one by one having them stab each other and stuff uh and, but she also, you know, kind of was like, I don't like killing people like Denji does. Video games are more fun than killing.
1: I. It's yeah. kind of, it's in a way very twisted. It's a, a kind of brutal scene. But it is kind of nice to see there is not like necessarily a sadisticness in Nayute right here like I am kind of grateful to see that she does have kind of reactions like I don't like this I'd rather be playing video games you're like oh right this is like a fucking eight-year-old girl like this is a lot for her like she's not like traumatized necessarily by it yet but uh it's just nice seeing that she didn't immediately resort to just like yes murder murder kill the innocent people yeah
0: it's uh it's it's a nice, complicated thing that she's going through. She's like, oh, yeah, now I can kill people. I don't like killing people. <laughs> yeah, she's like, that sucks. <laughs> I'm
1: going to kick him in the dick instead.
0: Yep, she does that. Uh, right afterwards, she's going to be like, I'm just a kid. She and, does get uh, stabbed that, by a spear. Uh, she gets uh, a big old cut in her shoulder. Yeah, right right across the shoulder. And then there's a click. And she turns. Fucking bear him. He's got a
1: gun pointed of right it, at her. Of course he has a gun. <laughs> this asshole i'm i'm grateful in one way because i truly thought this chapter ended with her being shot i didn't realize that the sound effect was just for a click and i was like looking i was like where did she get shot i thought you'd be able to see it visibly but i truly thought the chapter was going to uh end because she got shot but there's a hope in my mind. It's like, please don't shoot this poor baby. <laughs> please, yeah, don't, just, please don't shoot this innocent child. I should, maybe not. I know, innocent, that, she, I know that she's a devil, but also
0: she is also a kid. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> please don't shoot Denji's remaining family.
0: Mm. Yeah, things are looking really dire for Denji right now. Yes. Not just in terms of like, you know, the situation he's in currently, but in terms of the stuff that is, you know, holding him to being a good person right now. Uh, doesn't seem to be holding up too well. Uh, so we'll see how things go in the next chapter, but uh, we're gonna move on from there. Yeah. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll uh, talk a little bit briefly about Kaiju number eight B side, chapter three Void at the end of the road. Uh, so the whole lizard extermination plan didn't really go too well for Hoshina. Fortunately, the entire rest of the squad had the freezing rounds, and that's very, very effective and stuff. And uh, we have a little bit of levity at the beginning of this chapter as they start to talk about Captain Ashiro because she is a catastrophically bad cook. And Oshina's like, "Oh, I, w- I didn't think you guys were gonna like talk about you know cooking. You-, you looked so grave." And they're like, "No, no, no! It is really bad. We had a drilling camp, a, a camping drill in in the mountains, and the officers made curry, but the squad she was in, she..." tried to just toss in whole vegetables without cutting them. I was like, what why would she do that? Yes, and it's not like she was, you know, being stupid or something. It's literally because she can't handle knives. It would be very bad. Yeah. So we even tried to like we tried to give her like a vegetable peeler and she was like, no, I can't use that. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're like it's a joke. We let her hold a knife once and we thought people were going to die. And uh yeah, a vegetable peeler is 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 too dangerous. Which is very interesting. You know, there is like this weird thing uh, in Kaijin number eight, which is just like, ah, yes, the blade, the old martial arts. there's, There's those who still practice it, even in today's modern age of guns. That's much of what this chapter is about. Uh, but like it was established that she's like, look, I'm no good at, at, at at close combat and bladed weapons. So that's why I need you. How she did. It was very cute. She's this long distance specialist. He's a close distance. It works. Then they've like amplified the joke and they're like, no, actually, if she holds a fucking push pin, people could die. You don't understand. There's a, (laughs) there's an edge to it. Our lives are in danger now, which is curious. It's, is it's a choice.
0: Alright, make sure um, Mina, make sure when you sharpen your
1: pencil you only twist it twice get yeah. any
0: further, it's too sharp for you to handle
1: <laughs> That would be, if they did move to that extent where they're just like uh, we actually had to put little rubber things on the edges of her desks because if it's too pointy, it's actually considered a bladed weapon and she'll kill people
0: Uh... Oshina's takeaway from all this is that her squad does really, really like uh, Oshina, uh, Ashiro. Yeah. She, she is beloved. Uh, they then... Bought, uh,
1: positive, no one says they like her because they're like, oh, what a cool, confident beauty or anything like that. They solely appreciate her for her talents, and I deeply respect and appreciate
0: and that, uh, the- fact. Absolutely. Uh, the kid... There is a kid uh, on the street who, of course, has, you know, survived all the rampaging and stuff. He's clearly traumatized by this. He's crying up and everything. Hoshina tries to beckon him over, but the kid's also got a dog in his arms. The dog starts barking as he senses that something is wrong. And just at that moment, they get a, uh, uh Ebina gets a call over the radio that, uh-oh, there is another massive lizard kaiju that is there. Uh-oh, it immediately goes for the kid and just thump, swallows him.
1: Nick, did this, did this vindicate your hatred to dogs a little bit? You're like, if that stupid dog hadn't been barking, maybe the kid would have been okay. Uh, well, I do see that the dog got away scot free. So mm-hmm. dogs uh, always is- escape the karmatic punishment.
0: Absolutely. I, if, I mean, for all we know, that dog used that kid as a springboard to get away. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That
1: that was absolutely. It was like I'm gonna speed boost off of
0: you. Good luck, bud. Um. It. Hoshina dashes in without thinking to try and do something about it. He again, has to dodge its acidic saliva and everything. And now things are really bad because they don't have freeze rounds to deal with this thing. They run out. So Sheena's like, I gotta go after it. The Lizard s- starts running away from the squad. They can't take it down with their regular rounds either. So Abina's like, look, you, you're, the odds would not be in your favor if you abandon the platoon at this point. So th- we just gotta wait for someone to arrive here. And Hoshina's like, What about the kid? What what if the kid gets digested before backup comes? We have to go right now. And Ibina's like, no. And so so Hoshina demands why? And Abina says because you can't beat it. The kaiju is really large. You wouldn't be able to handle it. And I'm not going to send one of my officers into a fight they can't win. So Hoshina demands and I was like, are you saying you don't care if the kid dies? And Ibina's like of course I care. I do care. I can't. I can't send you out there. And he has like, got this like demented expression on his face. He's biting his lip so hard over it. So he's very clearly like, I hate making this decision, but I have to make it. Uh. So Hoshina comes to understand, like, of course he feels that way. Like, he, he just saw someone get attacked right in front of him, and he can't do anything about it. So Hoshina's like, alright, I understand your orders. I still am asking you to let me to go. And it turns out not to be Ebina's call because Ashura gets on the radio and says, hey look, I can engage that thing once we finish all the yoju over here. Will that be too late? And Hoshina says, I mean it would be a really close call. And so Ashura's like, can you take down the kaiju? Hoshina just says, I know I can save that child. So he rushes off and, you know, he's gets, he thinks about his time, you know, admiring his dad growing up and how uh, his dad told him like, Hey, you've got to give up on this dream after, you know, like giving him these encouraging pats in the head, telling him to keep going this whole time. Eventually it was like, it's not going to happen. The blade it's past the air of the blade. You know, it's not going to be good enough anymore. But Hoshino thinks like, I spent all that time training with the blade. If you take it away from me, what will be left, basically? Uh, so he's going after this thing, dashes up towards it, uh, and we get a battle from this point. It's trying to attack him with its acidic saliva, and which he thinks is good because that means that there is less acid in its mouth or stomach to dissolve the kid. He uses his air slicer, but it moved its head at the last moment so he wasn't able to fully kill it. Uh, and then he gets knocked out of the air by its tail. Uh, and he is in really big trouble. He's like, shit, my suit's already on the verge of overheating. He's starting to spray blood from his nose and mouth. And also, this creature has demonstrated it's smarter than the others. And so now he's like, shit, what do I do? This thing's smart. It's too smart. I'm not fast enough. I can't outrun it. Fine, then. I'll stop. And the lizard leads down grabs Hoshina's head in its mouth and... eats him. End of chapter!
1: Yay! End of series, actually. I believe this is only a three-chapter thing, so it's good. We finally know how Hoshina died. I think that's important context to carry going forward. Um, But, you know, I mean... Actually, wait, that doesn't line up with things, Nick. He's still alive, so how does does he survive? It clearly looks Mm. like he just died here.
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, he took uh, like a some uh, X Lac with him uh so to get
1: the- oh yeah he's like prepare to poop your brains out lizard i don't know why that's his <laughs> voice but it's what he does uh and, and lizards like i mean different scales really that's just one box for you it's not gonna oh oh i do have to go actually i had to go really bad right now oh
0: oh, oh. <laughs> i have to use the giant lizard's room <laughs>
1: It just kicks the top off the house and squats over it. I'm like, that makes sense. That does sound like the little, the giant little wizard's room. Uh, Nick, are you excited to talk about Eden Zero Chapter 273 Purification?
0: um let's go with excited sure i'll stay excited yeah so, emotional
1: here, so. we're in the flashback still uh sorry I, I meant to show my screen briefly just in case you don't have it you can see rebecca um, uh in a bikini it's actually very relevant for this chapter where rebecca does show up uh amusingly <laughs> nick brought this up at the start i was like he was like i opened up rebecca in a bikini and i sat there i was like Was there a Black Clover chapter this week? Rebecca showed up. Truly had just forgotten this was even a character. Um, So we're in the flashback 20,000 years ago. Uh, I'm just going to call them by their other universe names because it's easier Clown. It's like, ah, yes, everything in our world has ether. It's a stream of energy. And we thought that it would be too difficult to ever truly like take advantage of it but thankfully dr valkyrie wrote a, a thesis proving its existence and then valkyrie which and hermit show up and they're like hey we're here i guess waiting behind this door for dramatic like showmanship reasons um
0: yeah. it was na- it's nice to know that univalkyrie the most american person in the world was responsible for these things
1: <laughs> yep uh so uh it's revealed that all three of them uh witch sister and uh valkyrie were college roommates at one point in time uh and we get another quick reminder that uh witch is a defense attorney uh, and then sister's like wait who is this cuz you you've clearly also just brought a child to my hospital room <laughs> <laughs> this strange child i've never met before and they're like uh this is a girl who came to visit valkyrie and brought her boyfriend uh she's she, not my boyfriend <laughs> yeah she of course does the it's not my boyfriend thing but they're like she's been doing interesting research that we think will help with your ether therapy and she's like what do you mean smash cut the three months later for some reason and sister's like i feel great i feel so splendiferous i'm amazing look at me do backflips and and fucking jump and shit and which is like oh this is so wonderful and which is like you know i've caused so much trouble you you don't mind if i help out with some experiments for you guys right i feel like i really need to do something to to make it up to you for some reason smash cut over to i guess america i don't know some lab where valkyrie is they're working in a physics lab of some kind i guess as she gets this call and uh uh hermit is also there and she's like ah was that the hospital Like, yes, i just heard how ivory's exam went and it went great all of the tumors disappeared all of her magic illness is fixed it it worked out perfectly without consequence we have proven that ether has self purification abilities and like oh wow this is great like even if our world's ether is drying up this means if we can get it to a critical point and cause it to overdrive that's our hope of saving the planet. Um, then we get a scene. I don't quite understand the point of. Uh, because Hermit's like. You know I feel bad. Because we used witch as a guinea pig. And yeah. Valkyrie's like. Don't be ridiculous. She was absolutely a guinea pig. I'm like I don't understand in the context. No. How that conversation happens. Um And then we cut back over to Witch and Valkyrie and Witch Mm -hmm. is laughing because she's like, oh, don't worry, you've worked plenty. I guess it's supposed to be a joke that she was a guinea pig.
0: You went under experimental medical procedure and your illness was cured.
1: Pranked you? <laughs> yeah, gotcha, d- dork. <laughs> this is actually a hidden prank show. No, the practical jokers come out. <laughs> we cured your. We cured your fatal disease. Oh, it's weird because it's not like this detail was hidden. We know that clown specifically has told her in a previous stupid little flashback. He's like, "There's a secret. There's a special uh, ether science experiment thing that we think could help you." She knows she's been going under like unproven technology. So, I don't understand what the joke is supposed to be, but who cares? The series is stupid. So, Shiki and Rebecca and Pino and Happy are just fucking ghosts flying through the air. I guess watching all of these scenes simultaneously because they're in different fucking locations. Who gives a shit? And Shiki's like, oh, okay, cool. So, if we make the plan overdrive, it turns into a hot mob. This all makes sense. Yep, yep. Everything's tracking. You just did the hot mob. <laughs> Mr. Don, you had to wait your turn. uh but cheeky ass he's like yeah this is all starting to make sense but what was the promise i made like this is fucking twenty thousand years ago isn't it and uh mother is like yeah let's move forward in time a few months later and boom witch and wizard they have a little baby that's how pregnancies work three months later i guess boom baby uh and cheeky's like don't tell me and mother's like it is that is you, Shiki. Uh, and what? Whoa! Then that means which is my mom? Everyone's very happy what? for a second. What? What? <laughs> which? The very motherly character is Shiki's mother. What? Well, I thought she was just the character that gave me mommy fetish stuff. I didn't know she was actually my mommy. This is crazy. God. But, of course, uh, Mother has to drop in some sadness where she says, But their happiness did not last long. The countdown to Earth's destruction had already begun. Dun, 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 dun. The world is ending, Nick. That's Okay. Yep. I truly yeah. could not have cared That's... less about this chapter. I literally, the
0: biggest hangup that I had in this whole chapter was just, the making a big deal, like, what? Which was my mom? Sure. Yes. Because. I'll at least. She was your mom. Uh, metaphorically, in every other way, so why yeah. not? I'll,
1: <laughs> I will at least accept it in a way where he's like, oh, I didn't realize I was technically related. The only thing. Like, none of the, nothing in this chapter is new. We already knew Shiki, uh, or that, uh, witch in this life had had a child named Shiki. This isn't new. I'm not fucking smart because I connected the dots that said maybe the only other fucking Shiki in this series is also that Shiki as well. Like, I get it. Okay. I have some reading comprehension. Um, so nothing new is learned from this chapter. There's just this weird joke about just like, yeah, we did use witch as a, uh, her sister as a guinea pig. And you're like, but again, this isn't new. We know that she was, whatever, everything in secret. this,
0: yeah. everything in this
1: chapter is stupid and makes no sense. So let's talk about Cypher Academy.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, so let's talk about Cypher Academy chapter 57. The word code doesn't exist in the Emperor's Dictionary.
1: It doesn't, Nick, legally speaking. Cool.
0: Uh, so we open with Iroha in the vault where the 50 billion morgue uh, is kept at the end of the virtual academy. And Kagoe is there to meet him. She's sitting on a throne. And she says, this is your final one-point lesson. Uh, then we get a cool... A uh, single page spread of like all of the different like cast members,
1: like it's a bunch of close-ups
0: on their eyes. It's a very neat, neat uh, thing. It's very cool um, seeing
1: how many different cool female eye designs there are in this series. Yeah, and
0: how yeah, very distinct so many of them are, just from that small part of their face, you can identify yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. So, Gagoya says there were all. She says. Morg is a war damage cryptocurrency with a value that does increase is based on the number of wars, and as ironic as it may seem, prayers for a world without war were loaded into it. <laughs> My dream was to do my best to remove all the value from this inheritance of suspicious origin. But in reality, the rate of morgue just kept skyrocketing. (laughs) And...
1: Every time Mr. Don searches Tommy Pickles, Mom Newt, (laughs) another (laughs) coin drops into this vault. Everyone looks around, holy shit. How often does he search for this?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. And, uh... Yeah, so Iroha said, I heard about that. And that's why Hakanage-san mixed in a computer virus made to look like this one more coin in order to prevent hyperinflation. This is all, this is beyond me. Look, I, th- this is too much. This is, this is too advanced in the cryptocurrency sphere for me to understand all of this. So, uh, um, Kagoe says that, like, You know, look. I wanted to clear this whole thing, but I couldn't. I would have, I would have maybe gotten to like level 100, but I never was able to get past 250. She says, when I was five, there was some kind of international meeting being broadcast on TV, and the thought came to me: they all look so righteous, but how serious are they when they shake hands? And that led up to the development of the first class's weapon: cold government. Basically, a perfect lie detector, which I sold for cheap. And it doubled the number of wars in the world because nobody could lie to each other. Um, yeah. And she's like, yeah, if everyone had just been honest, then there wouldn't have been problems. But people are naturally liars. And that's just something that happens to everyone. And she starts going through like all the different members of yoroha's class that we didn't get like a lot of deep exploration into their backstories to explain like what big secret they have going on that haunts them. Although she said does say Ensa is like the one
1: who doesn't have any issues like all the <laughs> Yeah, she's like Enchant actually pretty dope. She was pretty straightforward yeah. about all this. Also, yeah. huh. I had no idea what anonymity requested is all about. She's a goddamn Yeah, mystery. Didn't find anything <laughs> about her either. <laughs> so she's... good good job anonymity. <laughs> Maybe it was a mistake to give her the mask that hit her true face throughout most of the series. Right.
0: Uh, she also says that U.S.I. Mura's older brother uh, died on a sinking aircraft carrier uh, which was uh, covered up and never made public. So there's all these things in people's different pasts and stuff that are you know haunting them that they keep secret or mm. are kept secret by other people from the rest of the world and everything. Uh, and Hiroha says okay so are you trying to say that like everyone's just like Toshisai and me since they all have a reason to want the 50 billion morgue but Kagoe says, no, even though what they haven't told us is the important thing. What I'm trying to say is that this is all a peacetime tragedy. The idea of peace as a result of ending all wars is nothing but a huge, shameful lie. You were captured by those rebels after a war ended. If kira hadn't given the children those toy guns, that country would still be intact so I won't let anyone dare say that we're better off since we aren't at war. Putting an end to war doesn't stop the tragedies. The important thing here is to twist the dial and control war. So uh, that's been her plan the whole time, Uh She reveals to Roja, and that's why she's been you know, not revealing these things to Tokusai and Uroha only to a certain extent is because she has a different interpretation of how to save the world, basically, than they do. Um, and uh, she says that what she wants to do is freeze things and distill them so only the good parts of war remain. And of course, some people are like, "There's good parts of war? What? What the hell?" Uh, and Anonymity is like, yeah, she, I think that she's honestly just acting like a villain because she, that's the only way that she can kind of keep going,
1: uh-huh. basically,
0: because she knows that she's responsible for all this war she's caused. She's trying to not collapse under that guilt. So Iroha pauses and thinks for a second, and he looks right at Kagoe, and he says, Why don't you just control peace? And this is presented as. Presumably the last question in the series Mm -hmm. with a difficulty level of six stars. (laughs) The
1: highest difficulty question we've got. I feel like there was like one or two other six stars. But yeah, it's always been for like grand sort of questions and things of this nature of like, what's the answer then? And I do just like that, Or I was like, why not? Peace. <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> everyone starts like losing their minds everyone's like yeah yeah
0: <laughs> uh Kagoe goes through like the cycle the stages of grief in five seconds basically (laughs) she's like ha 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 that's hilarious but there's no way well you know I am a genius maybe I could pull it off I just hadn't thought of yet oh no it's not the same at all it's totally different but if we were to do that we need a budget of that but it is worth it it's worth risking my life but do I have the right to do that because it's just completely her facade crumbles away immediately (laughs) yeah
1: uh, the entire time Roa says nothing, just looks at her with his little goofy smile, and she's just like, Ah! Don't look at me with your innocent face! Your honest face! I'm the villain of the series!
0: I manipulated you all! No one can care about me! <laughs> and everyone's like, Did she really manipulate us? <laughs> uh So Iroha finally steps forward, and he says, Humans are doomed to make war, and it's impossible to get rid of it. I also once believed in that paradoxical statement, but what ended up enlightening me was you, someone who can only say what they really feel through lies. So don't say this is the end. You don't need to be honest. Explain all those lies about your dreams until it becomes elementary. Let's get rid of all the world's wars. And uh, he reaches out his hand and Kagoe says something Silly and sarcastic, but she also reaches out and she takes it. And as she takes his hand, we get a big two page spread of them shaking hands and the glove on Kagoe's hand takes on the form of the earth. So (laughs) world peace achieved. Yeah. (laughs) And I (laughs) this is so this is so great. So great. Uh, (laughs) So, Kuminashi, like, golf claps, and then Toshisai approaches her, and they shake hands. And Nohime and the girl next to her shake hands. And Kuoka Atei shakes hands with that girl. And, and everybody and Yosai sh- shake hands. And everybody, everyone can change. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is real fucking everyone can change moment. Everyone's hugging, they're fucking shaking hands. World peace has been achieved at last. <laughs> And we
0: get a last shot of Eye as the Virtual Academy fades around her. And she looks up at the announcement speaker on a classroom wall and just smiles at it as she also starts to fade away. And we get end of service announcement. The Cypher Academy metaverse has met a rude end. Thank you for your patronage. And then two years later,
1: Hiroha... Has joined the world of Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so He actually appears in the Furiosa movie. I didn't wanna I didn't want to spoil it, but this is actually a pretty uh, big deal. Uh Nick, who plays Aroha in the Furiosa movie? I'm gonna answer for you because you're drinking water. It's gonna be Timothy Chalamet. Uh, because okay. he's popular right now. And I mean we need a twink. I don't know too many popular twinks. Uh so uh we need some, and he's got that Wonka charisma. We know he knows how to Wonka and we know how he, we know that he knows how to ride chocolate with Pockalit. So I mean this is a guy we need in our corner.
0: Wouldn't you want that guy to be making puzzles for you to solve? Yeah. yeah. It has been announced that next week's chapter of Cypher Academy will be its last.
1: Which uh, makes sense based off of this next,
0: chapter. This this is absolutely a second to last chapter uh, vibe. Like even if I hadn't heard that announcement, that I would I would be like, so the next chapter is the
1: last one, right? Like, uh, after that, after that. Uh, that I happens. went to our Discord after I read this chapter. I was like, today announce new ch- series are coming next week or something. Uh, and yes, uh, it is. yes <laughs> yeah, well, two weeks or now, but yes. Uh, weeks, yeah. So we'll. I imagine we'll talk more about cypher academy as a whole next week um but yeah it's ending uh it's unclear what the other series that's going to end i've heard some speculation it might be two on ice i've heard some speculation it might be Marshall Ma- martial master Asumi. uh who knows stuff is in the air uh stay tuned but uh it does look like uh this is the or i should say this is the end for cypher academy next week so we'll give it a more proper wrap-up then but in the meantime, we're going to talk about a series that's going to keep going for at least a little bit longer.
0: Green, green, greens. It's chapter eight, compensation. So it's uh, it's post-Haku's match with Chikara and also the offer of Oga to go and, uh, you know, study golf at an American freaking academy with a full scholarship and stuff. But Haku, at the beginning of this chapter, is just kind of hanging out in his room with one of his friends. They're sitting around playing video games together. There's a bunch of stuff that uh haku has bought recently with his paycheck from his job just like sitting on the shelves around him and stuff and he's like oh, i wonder what i should get for the cash for my job actually this might just be stuff that um he already had come to think of it he doesn't actually explain that he bought all this recently so this might just be stuff he already had yeah um but uh he, he establishes to his friends like yeah yeah i am like getting into golf uh and he admits that he does get interested in stuff really easily and then lose interest just as easily which is, I think, meant to imply where a lot of the stuff that, it, that he's got came from. Because there's, yeah. like, a guitar sitting in the corner and stuff. So these might be the mementos of past. Yeah, there,
1: there's, had, there's, of... there's video games. There looks like there are albums. Looks like manga. Yeah, it's a whole video game consoles. Uh, music. Yeah, this uh, statues. Like, this is a guy who's like, yeah, I get really passionate into something. And I stop. And yeah. who... Man, for somebody with hyperfixation, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: he recaps what happened after Oga got the invitation, which is just that she didn't say anything. just spent some time, like, staring at it and didn't really announce what her intentions were, which sounds about right. Uh, m- later on, Haku is at his job. He's talking with uh, one of the short haired kids that he works with, Kikui. And uh, he says, like, I mean, like, if you wanted to play golf, you would. You would go abroad, right? And Kikui says, "Like, oh, I mean, you know, like, it depends on the person. I mean, the golf scene's like way better in America, generally speaking." He then says a lie, uh, which is how much it costs to play a round of golf. <laughs> it doesn't cost twenty bucks,
1: unless you go to like a much cheaper range than the one near where I live. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say usually. Uh, I, I've never played it, but from what I understand, it's usually a little bit more expensive to do a weekend of golf at a decent golf course. Um, but maybe, uh, he's like, I've heard they have a special kind of golf called putt-putt that only the Uh. most powerful players play. That's why it's called putt-putt. It's short for powerful players.
0: I hear that they imported the Congo River to construct many of their golf courses.
1: Yes, I I believe I've heard they've actually stolen the Eiffel Tower from France and shrunk it down like a cartoon supervillain, along with the uh, famous uh, windmills of Holland. And uh, you have to uh, conquer those challenges.
0: We also have live octopuses that try and knock your ball away from the (laughs) hole.
1: (laughs) At the end, they have a fiendish game where you try to sink a hole in one or win a free game, but if you lose, you lose forever. Forever? Forever. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, if you die in Manitra Golf, you die in real life? No, you just don't get a free game. And you don't, Steal the ball. That's really why they have it there, so you don't just take the ball when you go home. <laughs> you lose
0: forever. That's why Tiger Wood stopped winning majors after <laughs> that. He missed, the he missed that one putt and was never the same. I don't even
1: know what... <laughs>
0: An affair is
1: <laughs> just like he just turns out to be the weirdest person who works there. It should be noted, I believe Tiger Woods has run uh things relatively recently. I believe
0: uh, he's won at least one since then, I think. But anyway, any so, uh, so yeah, uh, he also talks about like Oga's like really good because Hakumi does that. It's like How good is she? and she says, Well, she's won like three regional tournaments. And she hasn't won at the national level, but she placed third last year. So very good. Yes. Uh, (laughs) She's, you know, ranking in the top three in all of Japan, even for her age bracket.
1: I fucking love it because Haku's like, whoa, I had no idea she's so good. She should have told everybody. If it wasn't me, I'd be bragging nonstop about how fucking (sighs) awesome I am. (laughs) It's just like, oh, because I'm very, very egotistical. <laughs> I am very good at golf, everybody. And you're like, yes, more characters like this, more characters like me. <laughs> I would also be a gremlin, like, haven't you guys heard I play third in the national golf tournament? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but he comes to a realization, which is that, hey, you know, Oliver or whatever his name is said to Oga that the new school year is in September, which means that after summer break. Oga's not going to be around anymore, so the next week's tournament, which Haku is playing and participating in, is like that might be the last chance that I can actually like play golf with her, which is something that he wants to do. He's like, I, I, I started golf because of her. I want to be able to say once to her, "You're," I want her to say once to me, "You're pretty amazing." It's hmm. like I, I, want you know, it's it's a nice like non-romantic guy-girl relationship that we've developed between these two so far. Um, so Haku's like, Hey, what would be amazing for a beginner to do in their very first round of golf? And what Kiku-, Kiku tells him is, I mean, if you were to get a birdie and we get an explanation for what a birdie is, which is getting one below par, uh, cause that is, you know, very difficult in general and especially hard for someone who is a total rookie, uh, who can't putt. Uh, so, <laughs> Uh, but uh, he has been practicing. He's like, yay, I've hit five in a row from a meter away. It was a baby steps, kid. Baby steps. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and uh, he also is like, okay, uh, um, you know, if I'm... He, he, like, you know, is working his way towards it, which is like, okay, you know, a lot of par fours are like 300 to 400 yards long. You've managed to hit a 300-yard drive. So, depending on the hole... Maybe you could even reach the green in one stroke. And from there, you would have like three chances to get it in the hole there. Uh, But you need to work on your putting skills. So he's practicing on that. And as he is practicing, he's like, yay, celebrating and stuff. Uh, Oliver uh, is also practicing. And he literally goes, hey. So extra. I love it. He doesn't Uh, even say, hey,
1: just you. You. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And uh, so Haku watches and practice for a bit, and he's not aiming for the hole. He's aiming to stop in a perfect ring around the hole, which is you know
1: harder, very very difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I uh, sadly wish this character had more biblical references to him. I wish this character. I'm just saying, Two on Ice has set a standard for what the egotistical pretty boy villain does. And uh, I need him to be a lot more fucking uh, petty than this guy. Absolutely.
0: So Hawker realizes, like, wait a minute, what if, what if this guy could teach me how to putt and stuff? He does remember Oka telling him, like, you can't just copy someone else's style. He's like, but his style's so cool, so I want to copy it. <laughs> so he says, like, hey, Mister Oliver, can you give me putts on how to put like points on how to putt like you? And Oliver's like, why? And he goes, Oh, because I want to do this and I want to get better really quickly and I would love some tips. And Oliver's like, No. Why should I teach you? What's in it for me to teach you? And Aka's like, Oh, well, if you're staying in Tokyo, I could help you around. And Oliver's like, Every time, every moment my hands are off my club, my performance weakens. Teaching you and then casually touring Japan would be a waste of my time. Much like Noah wasted time not building the arc. (laughs) Uh, So he's like, he says, don't assume a second to you is anything like a second to me. All right, Dick. So (laughs) he goes, he goes back to practicing. Haku actually apologizes for wasting his time. He's like, I'm not angry. Fuck you. (laughs) She's such an asshole. Um, and Haku now is like really kind of like self conscious about it. He walks, he's, he goes home and he's thinking like, Oh, I've been spoiled by being around all these helpful who have just been happy to teach me if I just asked them. And I guess, you know, he wasn't wrong that I was kind of being presumptive that he would, you know, help me out just because I asked him. He came all the way over here for a visit. So I guess, yeah, there's, there's, you know, that it is a waste of time. Though if I were him and I came all the way over to a country and just practiced golf. That sounds like a bit of a waste of time to me, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's like, we, we just live our lives differently, and our passion for golf is different, so I have nothing worthwhile to offer him. But he thinks, like, yeah, I mean, right now, I'm living my life with all my heart and soul. So he feels really bad, because he's like, I'm doing my best here, but also, like, I'm really small and insignificant. Welcome to being a teenager and beyond kid. (laughs) You're having your epiphany about what the world is like. It's all right. It just gets worse from here. Yeah, don't
1: worry. (laughs) Hope hope will start to slowly be wrung from you every day of your life.
0: So the next day, he comes to Oliver and is like, please teach me to putt. And Oliver is like, I told you. He's like, no, no, no. I, I listen to you. But I'm being stubborn about this. Uh, because if things don't change, I'm just going to keep on coming up with excuses to run away again, so I want to make it impossible for me to turn back. And I was like, I mean, all right, but I don't really care. So Haku says, okay, but I thought about what would make up for the time that I'd be taking from you, and this is the best I could come up with. I've got 100,000 yen here, which is $1,000, which for a 15-year-old is
1: a lot. That's a lot of money to be making in a moment. And he said,
0: yeah, and he says, can you just give me one hour of your time for it? And Oliver's like, okay, that's a lot. What, what's your scheme? He's like, I mean, I figured that I'd have to be at least as much t- t- for it, and I just kind of, you know, I've been cruising through life up through this point, so it's kind of me trying to make up for it. Uh, And Oliver is like, shouldn't you use the money to buy a decent outfit?
1: Damn!
0: <laughs> <laughs> What a mean asshole. <laughs> so Huck is like, I don't need one. Right now, all I need is golf. We cut back to the room he was hanging out in at the beginning of the chapter. And like, almost all of his stuff is gone.
1: All the cupboards are bare. The console's been sold. The guitar's gone. Basically, it's just his TV and his bed and, his, and the couch that was still in there.
0: Yeah, so he didn't get rid of everything, but he got rid of a lot. He
1: cleared out, basically, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, all, so he says, this is all I can pay you right now. I'm serious about wanting to get better. And that's our chapter. So, uh, it does feel like, you know, gradually, Haku is trying to grow up. Uh, yeah. And it's nice to see that
1: yeah this is a really really good chapter i love seeing haku take uh some measurement of responsibility here and i think it's a great you know storytelling way of showing us like hey here's his room it looks really nice he's hanging out his friends like you give up on everything and he's like haha i know and then the end of the chapter is he sold all these things he's given up on because he's actually really interested in committing to making golf happen so it works out really good uh great chapter yeah speaking on of ice. no nick sadly we don't get to go to two on ice sadly Two on we to, Ice. Th- we, yep yes yeah, actually yes two on ice nick we're just gonna skip over new exorcist we're already so low on time let's talk about two on ice chapter 17 vocation again i'm just gonna say it louder and faster so we can't go back
0: New exorcist is actually just really dumb this week there's mm-hmm. a lot of, there's more talk about how spirits work chitatsu goes into a battle rage uh Suo and Shiroha launch a really stupid escape plan that is weirdly comedic for some reason. Up until a girl is gonna kill them with multiple eyes, and then she touches like I'm gonna kill this thing, and Gak and uh, Gakura is like, I should save her
1: but I don't know how. (laughs) Oh yeah. Sorry. And then the, the cool end reveal that, uh, Shiroha's butler guy is going to show up to potentially save him. I was like, who gives a shit. This isn't a character. You don't get to do this. Yeah. Uh,
0: I can't believe the Gakuro has this big moment of like, I have to save someone. And he still seems wishy-washy. It's like, can't this guy ever do anything cool
1: ever? (laughs) Yep, suck, sucky, suck, suck, suck. on Ice, Chapter 17, ice. Vocation. Duty! duty.
0: Uh, much like uh, New Sexist was. So, last time Hayuma <laughs> asked uh, Natsu... <not> to...
1: <laughs> Stuck it past you. It took, it took a second. I was like, was there a lot of duty happening in that? I don't know if that was a virtue. I was like, oh, Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just 12 again I was like ah! 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 <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so sorry Statler and Gonzo <laughs> I knocked you all over <laughs> it was for a bit you understand
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, ice. chapter 17 last time uh Hayuma asked Nazia, hey can you have me like you know do the girl parts and pair skating so that Because I want to, like, understand what Kisara is going through when I lift her in stuff. Uh, And Natsuya did not seem receptive to the idea originally. Uh, And he's like, you understand. You don't understand, like, the responsibility of a guy's role in pairs. And I says, well, I'm asking for this so I can understand. And he's so earnest that he actually just, like, immediately breaks Natsuya down. he's like, okay, look, this is... This is the first and last time we're gonna do this. This could be potentially really dangerous. We're not gonna do it on the ice. We're gonna put a mat down and I'm no skates, no skates. Three seconds max. Yeah. Like he's we we are doing this as cautiously as possible. They do it in such a position so that if if uh, one of them if 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 Ayuma falls, then if he falls backwards, he'll just go up against the wall, and Natsu will have a chance if he falls forwards us to catch him. But even then, he's like you could like hit your face on the freaking chair behind us so this is yeah. still dangerous he's being very serious about it uh and, that, and he also is like hey get 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 that one out of here and that he turns into sonic and pulls Kisara away like it's 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 really weird how it's always like we have to de- we have to keep them apart while the guys talk
1: it's, yeah, there, there's also just the sense that they're like, look, these fucking idiots are going to be too weird with each other. So we got to keep them yeah. apart when weird shit's going on. Like he's going through something right now. So Kisara, we're going to go have girl talk in a car.
0: Yeah. So they get into to, into her car and uh, Kisara says like, oh, man, he's, he's really strict about injuries. He's always really scary about it. And uh, Natsuya's so sister says, you know, before we met you, when we had just started high school. Natsuya made a mistake and I got really badly hurt. So basically he's been carrying that with him. That's why he's so serious about this. He had one bad mistake and he was like, never again, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Natsuya at this point just wants Simon to understand what it feels like to hold someone else's life in their hands. Uh, And she says also, we're lucky that Hayema's kind of on the smaller side for a male skater, so this should probably be okay. Uh, Hayema goes up, and we get just a two-page spread of him just, like, being held up and getting to see all of the ice. And he says, Ah, uh, the beautiful scenery only women see three meters above the ice. Yes, that only women and people who own stepladders can see. <laughs> well, it's not magic
1: when you say it like that thing. <laughs>
0: Or go up in the stands, you <laughs> this up there too. Uh, but he realized, like, oh, shit, this is like, this is this is scary. Uh, and Amelia not just like, yeah, I'm putting you down. So, uh, but the big thing that Hayuma has taken away is like, oh, your hands, like, all you could use to hold me up was just the surface of your hands. And uh, I was like, oh man, I knew you're, I know what a great skater you are, but I was. I was still scared, and I'd see his quietly things to himself, like, yeah, I was scared too. So it's like they're always just like, Don't drop, don't drop. Like it's, it's really hammered on in this. Um But from that, Hayuma thinks about like the times that he would be like embarrassed about holding hands with Kisara or he would accidentally like over hands when they would just stumble and stuff. And these just having it impressed upon him how important that little part of your body is to always hold on to the person and protect them so that they don't get hurt while you're doing stuff. Uh, so that's the big thing that he learns. And uh, the, the last lesson that we get from this is like, Hey, a, uh, hurting yourself is scary, but it's nothing compared to injuring your partner. So bonds, mm-hmm. teamwork and stuff yes some time passes like three weeks pass and so uh there is a moment where we get kind of the reverse perspective on this where natsumi is like hey so the men feel responsible for our lives and they kind of end up overdoing it so we've got to take responsibility too when you see your partner getting all psyched up you kind of have to calm them down <laughs> Which makes sense, because, like, oh, if you're all psyched up about it, it's also, like, calm down so that you also don't tense up and try. <laughs>
1: don't, don't worry, women. You have to be responsible for the men's inability to regulate their emotions. Just... Uh...
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, I get what uh, they you know, say. I, yeah, and Hayuma is, sorry, sorry, is like, I'm never letting go of your hand again. And Kisara's like, yeah, okay, God. <laughs> She's <gross>. like, <laughs>
1: Jesus... <laughs> There's no extreme with you. Like, there's no middle ground. It's all extremes. (laughs) Mm. But he does a lift while they're
0: practicing. Hey, it looks really cool. It's a big old star lift. And there's this big old, like, uh, you know, star pattern that indicates, you know, like the different points of it with her legs, his legs, uh, her, her head and stuff. It looks neat. Uh and he does it perfectly and they, and they also kind of like establish some of like the physics of how this works while skating as well. And then all of a sudden, there's a moment after you know Hayuma very perfectly you know catches her and brings her down and stuff and he just gets this look in his eyes. He says, "Can we try a triple axle? I think I figured out a little bit more. And so they start doing side-by-side skating, and as they're doing it, Hayuma has had a big revelation from, the learning how the skates affect his balance and stuff while doing the lifts and now he starts to apply that to doing a jump and how it apply- affects his speed and his ability to control his feet and stuff and he also flashes back to that conversation where he was asked by, uh, by Taka, are you aware you've been blessed with talent and he said to himself, I said I was so I can't be a coward anymore I can't claim I lost the ability to do jumps because I gained muscle. I have a duty to do both. These hands are meant to protect Kisara's life. These legs are meant to take a step forward into unprecedented ground with Kisara. And they do a side-by-side triple axel. Wow, it's chapter seventeen, and the entire reason we did this series is, is no, totally here. No, they haven't done uh, it in
1: front of people yet. <laughs> they haven't done it in front of people, Nick. Mm.
0: <laughs> uh, people cheer on the sidelines, uh, uh, and also um, say "Hatsa." Olympic representative veteran and Japanese pair shows up. Okay, hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> And uh, there is a cute moment of, like, Kisara and about and they're, like, holding hands and spinning around, celebrating, like, we did it! We did yeah. it! And they're trying to, like, get their attention, and then they realize, like, they're so happy that all they can see in this moment is each other. They're just completely flanking out everyone. It yeah. is actually very cute.
1: It's very, very cute. I do like it. We are extremely close to 10 o'clock, so I think we need to move forward into Elusive Samurai um, uh, but yeah, we, we will see if this is, uh, the beginning of the end for two on ice or just a, a next step forward for, for the progress there.
0: Yeah. So it's elusive samurai. Uh, people turn into grenades in this chapter. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> chapter 142 malfunction, 1338. Uh, so they established like, Hey, that Toki guy's only got 700 warriors. Let's get him <laughs> killing people with a big old sword. Akie is like ah Toki's attack is like a ripple striking a boulder his charge will strike and shatter ah I'm going to shoot arrows to kill a bunch of people haha the enemy has lost 100 men in a single attack doesn't matter going to turn them into grenades now Toki picks one guy up with his sword and <laughs> and throws him fully, and his body explodes with the force of impact, which sends shrapnels of his armor everywhere. Like... <laughs> this is a ridiculous chapter. This is amazing uh-huh. and stupid. Uh, I, that's why Akiye's army was not doing so well, is because this guy is literally got siege weaponry on his side. Uh, up until Kotro and Ayako come in, uh, help deflect one of his blows. Tokyuki comes in with a bunch of reinforcements and says, we will protect you like untamed beasts. Uh, so a big crazy chapter to establish how insane this villain guy is. Cool.
1: Yes, good stuff, Uh, but don't have a ton of thoughts on it. Uh, However, I do have a lot of thoughts on Akane Banashi, so let's talk about that real yeah. quick. Uh, story story 95. 95. It's been a while. Been a while. It's impossible not for me to... <laughs> I was like, I don't know what kind of monk-like uh, fucking discipline <laughs> I would need to not feel like it's been a while. Since we
0: talked about Akane Banashi Since
1: my dad called himself dead.
0: <laughs> uh so huh, it's time for asagao's big old event uh there's a backstage entrance a lot of people are gathered there and it's like very very serious and some some of the journalists are like yeah there's a lot of attention going on in this debut because who would guess the chairman of the Rockago federation himself the national treasure would show up in person and it's master miroku whom we've seen little bits of here and there during the story, but this is like a full proper appearance for him. Asagao is bowing respectfully as he comes in. He congratulates Asagao on his promotion. Uh, And uh, then Chocho shows up and, uh, Miroku says, yeah, Shomei was whining about it that you didn't explain anything. And Chocho's like, oh, it's called a surprise. Yeah. Uh, and so Miroka says he's going to potentially stick around to the end of the event. So whatever's going on here, he is going to be present for and witness it. He says, as he, you know, starts to go and take his place, that it's been several years since heard an Arakawa performance. I think I'll enjoy this one. But Chocho looks after him suspiciously as he leaves, and he thinks, was he being honest? It's always hard to tell what his true intentions are. So Tension is boiling up, uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Akane comes rushing in. She's got, you know, hand towels for people and stuff. She's rushing around. She's still doing her Zenza duties and everything. Uh, And uh, so Chocho says, like, oh, man, you know, you you, you got your big performance and you're going around performing errands for people. But Akane says that she's ready to go. And she says, my mood right now is bring it on. Oh, yeah. So. Then Chuichi realized like, "Hey,
1: where's
0: where's Tainoji?" And uh someone comes in and says, "I just received a message from Master tizen He's going to be late." Uh which Emilia like, th- "Why? What what is his excuse?" Uh and he says like, "Look, he says that he will make sure he arrives on time even if it's right down to the wire." And for us to leave the order as it is which is pretty crazy because he is on second in the lineup immediately after Akane but that's still a problem Uh, Chocho and Asagao both realize and and Akane does too that if he is going to be late then he's not going to witness Akane's performance Mm -hmm. which means he doesn't want to engage with what they've got going on here engage with Akane's gamble uh, and immediately Chocho knows, like, what's happened here. He's like, I don't think that he would just, you know, grovel and go away for no reason after he heard that sp- after that speech he gave and everything, which means it was that damn Afro. Yep. Uh, so he's caught on to what's going on here. So he starts to call up Tizen. Akana's asking what she can do and everything. And Chocho just says, like, look, I, I appreciate it. But you don't know the situation you're in right now. There's nothing you can do here. Just be patient and have faith. And he starts getting to calling Tizen, who is not answering his phone. And we cut to Tizen, who is in a garden somewhere. Yeah. And uh, he's thinking about uh, the decree that his master has given him, which is like, don't give a recommendation to one of Shigama's pupils. And he thinks to himself, it's the pinnacle of unfairness, but I cannot defy him. He is my master. On the other hand, to treat art with anything less than total honesty, that would violate my principles. But, and she thinks, he thinks about what Akane told to him, saying like, I'm going to undertake the first step with all of my strength. He's going to, she's going to go for this seriously. He keeps, he hears this phone ringing, but he's still ignoring it.
1: A duck appears in the pod and the duck speaks to him hello Taizen you should burn down the library mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Nakane's dad shows up and is like hey what's going on <laughs> old buddy <laughs> you fell for the old arsonist duck routine again he's like yes I have <laughs> as he puts yes. his matches
0: away that duck wasn't talking <laughs> <laughs> so uh yep uh toru shows up and he says you seem to be struggling mightily with something whenever a problem was weighing on your mind you would always go to a place with a lot of green and i see that habit hasn't left you and yeah it's akane's dad he's got his suitcase with him so he is like recently arrived Mm -hmm. uh and he greets taizen says it's been a while it's been a
1: while
0: It's been a while since I wore this cool scarf. <laughs> so uh, full page spread just for you know him just being here. But it makes sense. He's stepping back into the world of Rakugo uh, in this moment. Um, and Tyson turns to him and says, oh, Shinta. And Toru's kind of taken aback by this. And he's like, oh, yeah, Shinta Arakawa. It's been a while since (laughs) anyone's called me by that name. Oh, you You could
1: have done it. it, It's been a while since anyone's called me by that name. It's been a while, but Shinta Araka was dead.
0: Yeah, crammed that in there. It's it's the right number.
1: (laughs) It's been a while. We did for the whole rest of the recap. It's been a while since Jay Garcia Saturn said.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Uh, He he says, "I'm Toru Osaki, just a regular old concrete salesman." So hey, this is this is nice. You know, things are coming together here. In a way that looks like it's going to be very, very nice. If, yeah. Of course, if there's anyone that can get through to Tyson in this moment, it's going to be an old friend, maybe.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, we're we're moving into some exciting stuff. Tension is there. Let's let's hope for some some good to this story. Let's. Ooh, wrap this up, Nick. Let's talk about One Piece. This is chapter 1,105, The Height of Folly. Hey, putting it on the cover, Nick. It's like she's a part of the Straw Hats. It's like she's a Straw Hat. Look, yeah. look. this counts. It counts. It counts. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the buster call has been activated. Uh, they're preparing to start the bombardment so all the Marines are running away. We see Vice Admiral Dahl call out and she's like, wait, St. Saturn, uh, Admiral Borsellino, you have to get on the ship. And Saint Saturn just responds that Kizaru and I will be staying on the island, begin the bombardment when the ships are ready. And she tries to resist for a moment. She's like, but, but, but. And Porcelino just responds, go. So she follows her order. Uh, So Vegapunk is left confronting them. And he's like, I thought that you only wanted my life, Saint Saturn. But, you know, Egghead (coughs) is full of so much research and you're willing to destroy everything all of it like this is crazy if you do this you will set back scientific progress by a hundred years um and he tries to plead to Porcelino. he's like please you have to understand and to saint saturn's just like what oh sorry could care in not putting in. my bad uh are you still hiding something Well, perhaps something the world government should know about we don't need progress And Vegapunk's like, it is for the sake of humanity. And St. Saturn's like, oh, by the way, I also ordered a strike against the ship that escaped the island uh, yesterday. Uh, After all, somebody on board that ship may have known something about the Void Sentry. And I sent battleships after it to ensure there are no survivors. And Vegapunk is horrified. He's like, how could you do this? No one on that ship knew anything. No one's done anything wrong. And Saturn's like, no. You caused this to happen. You decided to break the law just like Ohara, and you couldn't stop in your quest for knowledge. You just had to start digging into things you shouldn't have. So this is your fault. And Vegapunk is furious. We get over.
0: Do you think that, that Jake Garcia Saturn uses that line of logic to justify, like, everything he does? Like, g- gets up in the middle of the night, goes <laughs> into the kitchen. Oh, these cookies may have, may have violated the principles <laughs> of the world. <laughs> They
1: need to be eliminated. <laughs> These Oreos have committed grave sins. The only place they should be redeemed is in my belly. <laughs> I like like a moment of humanity. Slips like, It'll be better in my belly. <laughs> oh, time to activate the Buster Call.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: He's at an alpaca, and you're like, "Sir, would you like more Parmesan on your pasta?" He's like, "Yes, that cheese has perhaps learned too much, grated to a fine mist upon my food."
0: Just evil about all the most insane things. <laughs> yes, it was all part of my machinations to cause that tomato sauce to be made. <laughs> he
1: goes, I was going to say he goes to get gas, but there's no way he's pumping his own gas. But he's like, perhaps <laughs> the higher uh, fuel level is, is what I need this time. Regulars had it good for too long, but what does premium know? <laughs> Someone's like, it's actually bad for your car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are sent back to the it's of science by a hundred years
1: he's like what do you know about the void century and shoots him in the stomach <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I so got distracted the pacifistas are on standby we established that uh frankie uh atlas and bonnie are escaping with Koba. frankie's fine by the way he got like laser <laughs> fucking kicked by Kis- uh, borsellino last week but he's just chill now um so good for him we get a very cute scene where bonnie is like wait sanji what about vega punk and Sanji's like, don't worry about him, Bronnie. I'm going to go bring him back. And because he knows she's a child now, he's not like a weird creep about it. He just seems like a good dude who's like, I want to take care of this child to make sure she can have happy times with her father. I need,
0: I need him to like just say that like all the time, though. Like just like, don't worry, Bonnie, who is a child that I care for. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> who I understand I had misconceptions about, but I learned information and I want to show that I am very respectful and not a weird guy. <laughs> um, he immediately calls Nami Nami's like, hey, we're at the back door what the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, happens off screen, the conversation and Nami's basically reacting to like, wait a buster call? Oh god uh, what about Luffy, is he down there? and Sanji's like, yeah, he's, he's somewhere uh, and Robin's like, okay, so Zoro is still kind of tied up in his fight with Luchi, and Jimbei is heading over there to basically Tip the scales in Zoro's favor completely at that point. Uh, also to keep him from being lost. I love that detail. Also to make sure Zoro knows how to get out of here. Uh, we do see a scene Robin has been injured, so uh, she's being, like, taken care of on an evac. It's also a way to remind us, like, oh yeah, Robin, she's the other person who knows what a buster call is really like in this kind of situation. I guess they kind of saw a buster call happen. Uh, everyone at Enos Lobby, but still. Um, We get a little detail about after the Sunny was moved, Luffy, Frankie, and Robin went towards you. So Brooke went to go help Lilith, who got left behind. But the problem is, is that our plan to use the Vega Force 1 to escape isn't going to work anymore because Borsalino destroyed it. He killed it. So we don't know what we're going to do. Cut over to Lilith and Brooke, who are seemingly very happy about all of this. They're like, this is going great. And we see... That they are on the sunny and sailing along because Brooke has used his powers to turn the cloud islands to ice. And Lilith is like, genius. This is incredible. It, like, Amazing. such a brilliant idea to do this. And Brooke's yeah, like, oh. How, so how we, yeah, it's great, Brooke. How are we going to stop? He's like, oh well, I haven't fought that far ahead. And she's <laughs> like, you piece of shit, what's your plan? He's like, well, I thought the genius would figure it out. <laughs> he's really just like, oh, I don't know. What should my plan be? He's just an idiot. Um, at this point, the Navy has gotten enough people on board that they're like, all right, begin the bombardment. They've, they've moved their ships back from shore. Uh, and the pacifistas just start blowing things up. Uh, it's a panel I actually wish was a little bit bigger as Vegapunk yeah. just watches his city get destroyed in front of him. It's very sad. In a way, it's kind of karmatic justice for the part that he played and everything with Kuma. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very heartbreaking to watch somebody who has uh, put their life work into something just watch it get heartlessly destroyed in front of him. So, one of those moments where One Piece has so many emotional beats that you're like, ah, I yeah. wish this one had been given more space. Uh, the rest of the team that are trying to escape are in the the like vacuum tube. It looks like they only have like 30 seconds uh, before they'd be safe. Uh, but Borsellino cuts the tube straight open and all the characters just start falling out. Uh, Sanji screams that don't worry, he's going to save them, uh, at least Bonnie. Uh, but Saint Saturn says, hmm, pacifistas, shoot down Bonnie and Kuma. And he thinks to himself, it's just Exquisite the daughter who gave his life, the daughter he gave his life to save, is going to be killed he's like, he's by like by he own card. Card over, over and over <laughs> He's like, the daughter of the clone, he's, the daughter of the man, the, the son I never, the daughter of the man that she's dadding, fuck. You know what, fuck it, everyone sucks but me. <laughs> And how ironic that, uh, oh, no one could no one could hear me thinking anyway. Why yeah. am I trying to do yeah. Why, right why am I working so hard? Uh, he's like, no, uh, this is so exquisite. The daughter he gave his life for is going to be killed by his own clone. A fitting end for the insect she is. It is the height of folly. And we just see a two, kind of a, like, one and a half page spread of Kuma cradling uh, Bonnie in this moment and uh, the rest of the characters on the ship just falling uh, as pacifistas are aiming their laser straight up at them and uh, Vegapunk has uh, like a little thought that he's like, you know, when I heard she became a pirate Bonnie there was one awful possibility that flashed through my mind and that was that the Navy might one day order the pacifistas that look like your father to shoot down his own daughter without realizing the irony of it. Very amazing. Oh, but I do realize yeah. the irony of it. It is delicious. <laughs> I was going to say, very funny, because St. Saturn absolutely this is more emotion than he's shown towards anything else at this point he's like mm, yes this delicious irony Ooh, a 12 year old being killed yes. <laughs> yes yes I am evil the uh, we, we, world government is good yes <laughs> we have two more quick scenes to wrap up on uh, the first is that uh, a bunch of marines have surrounded Luffy they're like hey that's trying Luffy right this is one of the emperors let's capture him and Luffy's like he's oh <laughs> I've eaten too much and can't move uh, but the most important scene to leave off on mm-hmm. is a report that the battleships that were sent to destroy the escape ship have failed. They must report back. Mm-hmm. They have to report back to Borsellino to tell him, tell him they went to Egghead Island. Uh, now, Nick, on? <laughs> do, you, do you know who they is? No fucking okay. clue. So I do not I do not blame you for forgetting this. The, we do not know yet, obviously. But the presumption would be, like, a year ago is that uh, we saw a Blackbeard ship headed towards it. It had Blackbeard's flag. It was one of his big, mm. long, little, like, raftings. We don't know who's on the ship, Um But we do know a Blackbeard ship is headed to this location. They is an interesting term. It could refer to the Blackbeard Pirates. But there's also, like, a weird thing in the canon that Blackbeard sometimes gets referred to as they. Not as, like, a gender-neutral pronoun, but almost as, like, a collective. It's kind of, like, weird phrasing that existed back in Jaya. Um, But there is a terror in my heart that uh, Bonnie and... uh, Um kuma vega punk are in Uh-oh. danger of being kidnapped here vega punk for obvious reasons bonnie more for the reasons that the 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 Blackbeard pirates are just kind just, of in the habit of are well they just kidnap people at this point uh we know that yeah. pudding's been taken captive by them we know that kobe was being held captive but now it looks like maybe garp might have had that exchanged for um It's very unnerving (laughs) as a moment. Uh, It is worth noting. We do not know 100% for certain if the Blackbeard's who they are talking to, but we know they're headed towards this island, so um, it could be something else that feels like the most likely answer. So uh, We will find out. I think we get another chapter next week or maybe it's off next week. Um, But regardless, uh, we will hopefully find out soon what's going to happen here.
0: New chapter, chapter four days. Yeah, yeah. So it'll it'll be out this coming Sunday. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh. Yeah. So that was a packed episode. of Weekly manga recap everybody. Uh, we had an ishow show twenty one, and that's great. Uh. Let's talk about what our favorites were this week and uh, close down or wrap up the show.
1: Yeah. Um. I think my favorite chapter this week is going to be. Um. It's Blue Box. I don't know why I stopped for a moment. I think Blue Box was the best chapter this week. There were, uh, I think, actually a good amount of good chapters this week. But Blue Box, I think, had a very special chapter. I think a chapter that's going to resonate for a lot of people. This had, like, vibes to that moment in Ice Shield 21. Catching back up to the beginning where uh, Hayabara had, like, grabbed Huma. Was, or, uh, Haruma was just like, why? What's so different between you and me? Just that, like, raw emotion of, like, loss mm. in a sports series that is very, like... Hard to replicate it hits so very passionately,
0: yeah. Or, like, uh, wouldn't, yeah, that moment where he's like, uh, wouldn't you have done? Marco was like, wouldn't you have done the same thing? And everyone was like, yep, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, because oh, I would have 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's the um, tool I had in my toolbox, <laughs> would have done it.
0: I. I'm going to also say blue box. Uh, That is absolutely the most emotional moment this week. Uh, It is a fantastic use of artwork to show uh, Chinatsu ugly crying like she never has in this entire series up to this point and really making you feel for her. And I just love the exchange between her and Taiki in this where Taiki knows that she's got to get this out. And, you know, when she starts crying, like he's not like, you know, looking sad and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being there, being a good supportive partner.
1: Um, um, character of the week is hard because I, my my answer, I believe, is is Haku from uh, Green, Green, Green. So I thought it was really cool and I, I like his motivation. Uh, but part of me wants to give it to Mr. Don from Shield 21. Because <laughs> <laughs> one, great joke. Two, when am I going to get the chance to nominate another Shield 21 character again? So... Um, I'm going to break all the rules here and I'm going to say, Mr. Don, I shall 21. What a great, what a character.
0: Um. So my real answer is, <laughs> is Haku from green, green, greens. <laughs> I thought this was a very nice chapter that showed his growth. Uh, and it was nice to see him, as you said, being a little shit, you know, um, but also, you know, just like really going for it and growing as he's doing so. Uh, my fake answer is Hiruma from My Shield 21, <laughs> because if you give me a chance to say Hiruma was my favorite character, Hiruma was my favorite character, wow. so.
1: <laughs> yeah, I almost want to be like, yeah, Jumanji from My Shield 21, he was so cool, It's like, I don't think he said a line, <laughs> I, <hate it. laughs> I don't know if he says anything. Um, yeah, the audience, by the way, picked Chinatsu as their MVP, and Akane Banashi as the chapter of the week. Good stuff all around for everybody. Once again, a big thank you to Molderman for allowing Mm -hmm. us to talk about the ICO 21 chapter and get to, uh, sort of, uh, wall... What what, what do pigs do when they're in mud? Roll around. Is there, isn't there a word they use? I want to say wallow, but that's 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 that's, that's, a like sad a, that's a sad thing we got. We got to be pigs in the mud uh, with Show 21. That's that's just it. We got to roll around in our, our little garbage football series and just talk about some good times.
0: Yep. Uh, guys, thank you all for listening. We will have another episode next week. Same time on twitch.tv slash Usually we record the show around 730 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but to stay updated on when exactly the stream goes live. You can join the WMR Discord server, which will be linked wherever this gets posted. Our audio episodes get put up on WeeklyMugRecap.podbean.com as well as Spotify and iTunes and other podcasties-type places. Uh, and our video episodes get put up on WeeklyMugRecap on youtubecom weeklymogrecap, I should say which uh, also feature an opening sequence by Malajax Tillotson, Winston. Cheddar and occasional title cards done by Steve Mann, Who's where you can find on the World Wide web by just searching for Steve Mann art. And it pops up in a whole bunch of different places. And uh, last but not least, we want to thank everyone on the discord server, including yeah. Ninja X3i who maintains the Google doc that uh, keeps track of all sorts of fun, helpful statistics associated with the show. Uh, there's a Q and a section where you can submit questions for the next time we have a break and, and, get the chance to answer them and you can also put in a recommendation for a series you'd like to hear us talk about. We will be having uh, the next chapter of Pokemon adventures fairly soon. Uh, And uh, yeah, so look forward to all that manga talkie times coming to come
1: yeah absolutely uh i want to give a special uh shout out or i guess special mention that a january bonus pod came out for our champion level uh patrons so if you want to listen to nick and i uh voice the best chapters of 2023 you can go and listen to that there was also one posted for december uh which is a buddy chat where nick and i discuss many things amongst the manga themed burgers and uh nick's Very precious thoughts about Jujutsu Kaisen. So if you were curious to hear more, uh, you can go check that out there. Uh, I also want to note, if people are listening to this, if you can let me know if this episode is being downloaded through Podbean, if you are still getting ads, I believe I found a way to turn that off. But perhaps uh, it is more intricate than I thought. Uh, So let me know. I am trying to help create the best listening experience possible. Uh, And uh, they won't let us do our own ads. They were like, no, you have to be better for us to do this. I was like, well, that's never going to happen. So (laughs) fuck these robots. Uh, It's all
0: downhill from here, guys. (laughs) Yeah. If
1: I can't be Conan O'Brien, begrudgingly like bitter about doing a bidet ad, which if you haven't heard is legitimately one of the funniest things I've heard in the past year, uh, go and uh, then fuck off. I don't care. So I just want to note that and uh, say, I love you all so much. Aw. I tolerate you all. There you go. Uh, that's <laughs> those are your two parents. Uh, so that is going to do it, everybody, for the manga recap this week. Uh, I don't know what to end off on. Uh, go read Ice Shield Twenty One, I guess. Please, yeah. yeah.
0: And then you too, can join us in our campaign to—I don't know—we're never going to get it, but uh, you know, just to, <laughs> to be mad Especially at with English book for not giving it to us and to say hey come on we'll buy it please
1: <laughs> for totally reasonable reasons by the way like again i totally understand why show 21 is a difficult sell to be like oh let's go and retroactively add that all to the vault which would require yeah. us to like touch up so many goddamn fucking marada arts and things like that like it's <laughs> such a pain in the ass totally get it uh but still very fine to me um football bye